Support for your mom's house comes from Manscaped, who is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for manscaping with the right tool for the job, which is your twig and berries, your beanbag, and your hog, or whatever you want to call it. Um, I have the uh, Perfect Package kit from them, which I love. You can You can really trim down there around all your stuff and then you can really even get in there pull things and not worry about you know nicking and bleeding which has happened before when i use uh inferior products the lawnmower 2.0 features quiet stroke technology yeah it's terrifying to trim your balls when the trimmer sounds like a chainsaw but the lawnmower 2.0 is so quiet it gives you confidence to trim the most sensitive of areas like your ball bag. It's perfect for travel. It's true. I've traveled with mine. Even has like the guard, you know, like the clippers guard. Like you, so if you want to trim your uh, pube area above your stuff, you can do that. And then you can remove the guard and just go to town on your shaft and your bag. Features replaceable trimmer blades that help you trim. Like I said, uh, get 20% off plus free shipping with the code mom at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. 20% off free shipping and a free travel bag with the code mom at manscaped.com. Again, that is 20% off with free shipping and a free travel bag at manscaped.com. Use the code mom and look in this episode for who won our own in-house perfect package contest. It's in this one and it's puberific. This episode of Your Mom's House is also brought to you by Sattva. That is the mattress company that Gene and I sleep on every night. We sleep now on a Loom and Leaf, which is their memory foam line. Before that, we started on the luxury firm Sattva mattress. Our very own Blue Band sleeps on a Loom and Leaf. We are huge, huge fans and big advocates because, well, spending your money on where you sleep is just, it makes sense. You're gonna spend more than half your life there. You should be comfortable and it shouldn't break the bank. This is high quality, environmentally friendly products with amazing award-winning customer service uh, from an, uh, an incredible company. So we are big, big fans and just encourage you to go to Sattva, S-A-A-T-V-A, look for the mattress that best fits your needs. Or if you're a memory foam fan and you don't want to spend an outrageous amount of money doing it, Loom and Leaf, L-O-O-M and Leaf, L-E-A-F. Those are two of our favorites. Again, great customer service, great products, and it's worth it to sleep like you've never slept before. Welcome, welcome to your mom's house with Tom Segura, Tom Segura, and Christina Pajitsin. Welcome to your mom's house. The library blocked my password. We're back. We're Welcome back to your mom. Another house. episode of my mom Your mom's house. <laughs> We're super excited about this week's episode. Um, oh come on! We have just amazing, amazing um, conversation to share with you with a, a, a phenomenal 
guest who really enlightened. I mean, there was a lot going on with this interview. Man, and I got to tell you that you've had your heroes on the show. You've had your big daddy, Kane. You've had um, Too Short. Mm -hmm. And I got to tell you that this guest is my Too Short, my big daddy, Kane. Scott Thompson is coming in. He's here. You invited him. He's here. And I invited him uh, because the show is invitation only. Yeah, you can't just come on. You can't just come on here. And you know what? You can't just tweet at me and demand who gets to be on your mind. No. It doesn't work that way. We vet the, the guests. We make sure they're of a certain caliber. Mm-hmm. And Scott Thompson met that criteria. In a, in a big way. Um, Scott was fantastic. You know, invitation was extended. He came. What we have right now to kick off this episode. Big episode. Is something that I didn't think existed i didn't think would ever happen yeah that is that in my opinion the the definitive clip of all the clips we found on this show and shared with the audience the the one that stood out the most to me the one that defines the type of show that this is and the one that i would play in court if they were telling me to summarize the show is one that some of you might refer to as the try it out guy clip. Well, somehow, some way, through the love of Jesus Christ in heaven and the saints whom many of you pray to, this man put out another video. Praise Allah. That, and I gotta tell you, I don't know how, how, much, how much time has gone on between videos. <sighs> he has not lost his way. No. He's on the same path. He is. He hasn't been turned off in any way to pursue any other um, goals in his life. He or, is, or hobbies or interests. He is. He actually still has the same decor and um, just the same message. The message stays. This. He's like the Dalai Lama. He's. Yeah. He's like. I am just going to repeat this until people understand. And why? Why do we even? He's, why? He's the same old G. Same He's the same jeans. G. Why don't we just give a little taste, start the show, oh, and then we my can get God. into some, some real oh, homework. Oh, my God. So if you're a top and you're a black Latino or you're a homeless ex-con, come check it out, man. 718 I'll be waiting. And uh, you're the boss. This shit is big time! Who is Randy? Don't bring anyone mother into this. Your mom in the fucking stand! Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to your mom's house with Tom Segura, Tom Segura, and Christina Pajitsin. Welcome to your mom's house. God is good, and yeah. you know, I just I never thought that I need to be fucked a lot, man. That the great try it out guy, everybody knows him as try it out guy, right? Well, try it out. the try it out yeah. guy, it's a deal, man. Everybody knows him, and everybody loves him, and he has inspired 
so many of us to create our own theatrical I mean, everybody, videos. We even are, did a whole series of try it out videos. I know. And we cut them. There were super cuts of it. It was. I know. Notice, by the way, that you know, it used to be try it out, and then now. Come check it out. Wow. Checking it out. Wow. Little bit. Pretty much the same thing. Same message. I got to say, now he's a, it's a lot more calm. Let's start from the beginning. Yeah. The, the first Let's go bit. through the fine tooth comb. It's the we? same message, but he's a little more chill. He's a little one. more subdued here. Yeah. And I would say he's cleaned up a bit. He looks as though he may have rested a bit more. And the yeah. mustache is a, a lot bigger and thicker. And we've got a red bow above his head. We had that before, the I believe. The bow was there. He likes yeah. bows. It's consistent. He likes his bows. Same. Are you a hot, black, Latina guy looking for a place to live? Come at twenty three ninety five. You don't have to pay any rent. I'll give you a key. He's and a key, and you will be the boss of the house. And he goes from mild to wild to kink. Okay. Nice. So, nice. so mild far. Mild to wild to kink. kink. That's mild a new addition. kink. Right, but that's a new addition. Yeah, before, yeah. Before, it was a straight... Piss on me, beat me. Fuck me, I need to be fucked a lot. I need yeah. to be, yeah, it was a, more of a frantic call to action. Yeah. This is a little calmer, a little doesn't more. doesn't that happen to all of us in life? Mature. I mean, particularly men, you know, you're kind of a little more aggressive and you're, and then some time goes by, you get a little older and you, you kind of chill out. You're you know? mature, yeah. yeah. He's His needs have, have been, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Just refined. Yes, it's a good way of putting it. Polished. Mm-hmm. So if you're a top and you're a black Latino or you are homeless or ex-con, come check it out. Man, seven eight nine. I'll be waiting, and uh, you're the boss. Oof! And he added that in there. It yeah. was kind of a sexier plea. It was kind of like he knew he was a little too desperate in the other one, and well, now the he's other like, one too. It's like you seem like you're the aggressor, and this one it's clear that he's saying you be the aggressor. You're the boss. Yeah. And he does a little sexy thing, you know, hey, you're the boss. You're the boss. Letting you know. And what's interesting. I'll be waiting. Ooh. And uh, you're the boss. Ooh. You see, it's like. Now I clearly hear a New York. Yeah. I used to admit that, I don't, for some reason in the uh, first video, the accent wasn't that clear to me. Now it sounds distinctly New York. Distinctly New York. And he's more playful. You're the boss. He's more relaxed. I think he's matured, like we said. He's calmed down. Uh, and also, you'll notice that he's not so strict on the black guys who like to fucking fuck. Opened men. up the door. Yeah. Opened up the door to all, to Latino men. Now we're into Latinos, which is interesting. I mean, he's, he's making white guys not feel so good about themselves. But, you know, the fact that he that he he's um, a little more inclusive. Oh, yeah, inclusive. That's exactly the right word, Tom. Hot black Latina guy looking for a place to live. Come at twenty three ninety five. You don't have to pay any rent. I'll give you a key, lease and a key, and you would be the boss. Still of the throwing house. around. Anything goes from mild to wild to kink. Anything goes from mild to wild to kink. Anything goes. Oh, see, he does a lot of um, speaking without pause. Yeah, it's anything goes, from mild to wild to kink. Right. He said anything goes from mild to wild to kink. You know what I mean? Like he gets too excited. He's sometimes getting, he's excited, and what he's trying to say is like anything goes. From mild to wild to kink. To wild to kink. Anything goes from mild to wild to kink is how he says it. That's what kind of I, threw us off in the first video. Now I heard. It's a lot of running. It's together. a lot of run on, yeah. running it. I heard from mild to wild kink. That's what I heard him say. Go ahead. It's kink. Play it again. You don't have to pay any rent. I'll give you a key, lease and a key, and you would be the boss of the house. And he goes from mild to wild to kink. To kink. Oh, from mild to wild to kink. We can make out, we can sound, or we can do some fetishy stuff. (laughs) 
boards to the house. Angie goes from mild to wild to kink. Yeah. Okay. Piss on me, beat me. Piss on me, beat. But see, he doesn't. He doesn't go so far as to specify. No, well, I think and maybe beating. maybe that didn't yield the results he wanted. Right. That's why you adjust your message. And now That's what marketing experts would tell you. Right. He's casting a wider net. Now he's just saying kink. It's an mm-hmm. umbrella for many behaviors. Got to feel it out. He's trying to cat, yeah, more of an audience. Here's the deal, it's man. Interesting. You just gotta <laughs> try it out. Here's the deal, man. Here's a deal. Man, he's what not, a gift, man. What I a know. gift. It's a treasure. He's a treasure. Here's the deal, man. And he's not as aggressive as he was in the first one. Way less aggressive. Yeah. yeah. Are you a, Are you a hot, hot black Latino guy looking <laughs> for a place to live? I played at the same time. That's why. Whoa. Are you a hot black Latina guy? <laughs> Sorry. And it's check it out. And it's check it out. That is right. He come check it out. Come check, check it out. Come check it out. Check it out, man. Come check it out. Yeah. Wow. Speaking of uh, dating, we have discovered a brand new dating show on Netflix called Dating Around. Love it. Love it. Love it. Me too. I cannot believe how obsessed I am. I love watching. <laughs> no, I knew you'd love it. it. I love it. I found it on the road and I was like, I just stopped I myself want from watching. Matchmaker. <laughs> I want to see people fall in love. I do. I like it a well, lot. Well, I love it because it has that thank you Patty moment that you mm-hmm. love so much where you get to see who he likes or Great who she concept. likes. Great concept. Masterfully edited. So the concept of dating around is you have one person, the main yeah goes on five dates. With different genes. But they edit it in such a way that you see the five possible suitors in the same area, like the same place for each date. Um, Let's say the the appetizer drinks, the entree, and the post-drink hangout. And you can see, you watch people, you're watching someone go on a date and you see where there's chemistry, you see where there's friction. I'm, I've ripped through a few and I am just, I'm hooked. I, I cannot wait. Well, can I tell you what I love about this version? And I'm, watch more. S- I'm so excited that they finally figured this out is that people don't need a host. You don't need yeah. a Roger Lodge. You don't need yeah. a Patty Stanger, you know, messing with people. If you just put the camera on two people having a first date, it's interesting enough. You don't need the the bells and the whistles yeah. and the gimmick. Well, there's a different show with Pat. I, I love what Patty did with her show. Yeah. Um, because her thing was more about like coaching people who are very successful in one aspect of life, usually their work business right. life and couldn't get their romantic life. What we're talking about is the millionaire matchmaker for right. people who don't know. So it's, she was it's no like, longer on. She was, she would coach you basically. Like these right. guys are like, you know, CEO of a company. And then he's like, I don't know. I have, you know, he's got like a, a, a fucking, pole in his living yeah, room he's a and he's like, I like jet skis and, and she's just like your whole shit's out of whack and she would coach him to basically put on a better version of himself interesting concept this one is more raw it's just like you said watching someone go oh, on a it's date horrible. it's so painful I mean it's like you ever see like a couple you know they're on a date and you know it's an early date at a restaurant and you're like man I wish I could just listen in and watch this. Yes. It's like that. I know. It's so great. I predicted correctly, by the way. The first one. I watched the first episode and like the first sequence starts and you get to see the introduction of each person. I press pause and I go, I know. This is who has the chemistry. Makes his dick hard. And I knew, and I tell you this thing, when I watched the first episode by myself before Mm -hmm. I told you about the show, I did too. Because I went, oh, that guy's into her. You, mm-hmm. you can ju- you can tell. It's like a physical, so unconscious obvious. thing. Yeah. I think I could tell more with a guy when the guy is dating mo- multiple women. Yeah. I can see, I can be like, that's who the guy likes. 
I could figure it out. I could see like where the chemistry is. Like there was some where you're like, oh, this is good. These, these two could be friends. You know, these people are already have zero interest in each other. And then you can see who has actual chemistry. Yeah. I don't know why I love watching. I so love much. it. And you know what I and love? It puts me in a bad mood when they, when someone's mean. Oh me, I hate it. I hate when people are rude on first dates. Like there's somebody awful on the one. Awful. Here's the deal, man. I'll tell you the Oh, and you know what I, I love too is how nervous people are when they meet each other for the first time. And you can always tell who's the most nervous because they order shots. Oh yeah. Let's yeah, order yeah. some shots. Like they're so nervous to be speaking to a a stranger. Like, dude, just chill. To like walk into you know, uh, a setting of meeting someone and be like, you want to start off with shots? Yeah. No. No. Like I would, for me personally, for someone else, that's a wonderful person, suitor. If you were to do that on the first day, I'd be like, you're an alcoholic. <laughs> Why do you need shots to talk to me? Like, this isn't going to go well at all. Like, yeah. what's wrong with you, man? You can't just talk to somebody. Um, but there, okay, I'll, I just, I'll let, I'll, we'll spoiler alert the first episode. There's like a girl from Jersey on there. Yeah. And she's trying to be like, I'm like, I'm super independent. I'm like the confident. And you're like, you're not, but you're not. Like, okay, you're, Angie Martinez. I don't even know who that is. I know. Who's that? She's talks like you talk. Oh, <laughs> but um, I don't know. I just, she just bugged the shit she, out of me. She did, spoiler I alert. She did the shit. fucking worst thing I've ever seen somebody do on a day. I couldn't believe this. What? She was like, so I, uh, I chew loudly. Yeah. And the guy's like, I'm sorry. She's like, I chew loud. Like I, I smack my lips and I, you know, I like, Ugh. she's like, my family always makes fun of me, but I chew loudly because I like food. I like flavors. He, he was super nice about it. He was. He like, was. Oh yeah. Cool. Yeah. She's I'm like, like, ugh. And then they, you see them ordering food and she's like. <laughs> so nasty. She's so fucking nasty. And of course nasty. the guy's like, yeah, there's no blood going to my, my dick right now. Cause if she, but if she were super hot, like if Charlize Theron did that, you'd be like, well, that's fine. She can smack her lips. That's true. I think, I think out of the gate, you'd be like, I don't care. Right. She's beautiful. But if, if she had that personality, maybe it would turn. There's a lot of people. Even would, like some hottie. I don't know who the hottie is right now. If they had that whole personality. <laughs> well, cause it doesn't help that she's got major fillers in her lip. Like, Anybody who's under 30 with like filler work is fucking crazy. It looks cuckoo bananas. And I don't like the ordering for you. That's, that was aggressive mean, how she did fucking, it. Though. That was really like, I like, also We're going to have yeah. the pad thai with extra peanuts and we're going to have. I'm like, bitch, you don't even mm. know this person. Know. Like, like, I don't want anyone. I mean, I never was that guy ever. No. They assume I'm going to order for somebody else. <laughs> it's very nasty. But I definitely don't want it done for me. Like, he's no. going to have like, I'm sorry. What? Yeah, bitch, I don't know you. No, I don't want you to order for me. You don't even order for me now. We've been together for 15 years. Yes. I would never presume. It's super weird. That's a power move. Yeah. It's a weird move. Well, that's what she was trying to. I don't to, like it. She was at least not. I don't think she was misrepresenting herself. She was like, this is who I am. She's I'm like, loud. She's I'm like, I'm a piece of garbage. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I suck. I'm kind of Let a me dick tell you and you're probably not going to like me. <laughs> you like me? I um, Everyone thinks I'm an asshole. I just want yeah. you to know that because I am. Yeah, especially my family. <laughs> They're always saying what a fucking dick I am. <laughs> oh, okay. You know, but I will say something too, is that I don't like eating on the first date. I don't like to eat, I, I don't uh, like to yeah. eat in front of people. Right. And you're already kind of nervous. You're, you know, you're not really hungry on a first date. At least I wasn't. And Everyone on a first date, you're just doing that 
version of yourself you want the, the you know of course yeah. like you just i don't want to be eating like a bowl of spaghetti in front of a guy because you're it's messy it's not very yeah. attractive to eat in front of a, a stranger so i'd rather do drinks what would you do if you had like a like let's say you have a day a, with the lakers yeah tonight with lebron sure oh stop but you gotta put some extra maxi pads in for sure uh, well because otherwise you're gonna what? soak through your panties and slide maxi- off the chair Something to sop up all that juice. Ugh, you are so nasty. What are you gonna do? You're gonna, you're gonna be like a snail trail on every oh, seat you sit stop. on. Stop! What is wrong with you? How would you do it? You're so gross. You'd be like, this pussy's dripping. Stop! Gushing is dripping down my. I'm gonna thighs. fucking barf listening to you say shit like, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, girl. Okay, here's what I would do. Am I trying? So here's the deal, man. Is that when you're Dating men, yeah. do I want to? Do I want him to wife me up, or do I want to just hook up? Hook up. Those are two different dates. Hook bro. up, trying to smash, bro. Know. I'm not that girl. A bar? Do, do you do people yeah, go to no, bars? Of course, that's where you should do it. Bars are for fucking. That's what you're doing. You're you're lowering yeah. your inhibitions. You're you know you're you're <laughs> what? He's writing blue band. Wrote, LeBron loves wine. That's true. Okay, so then okay, so here's my first day with LeBron. Okay. You take me to like a nice wine bar. I do. I drive you there. No, you do. Okay. Yeah, you're the driver. You're my designated driver. Hey, babe. Like, this is Enjoy just your wine. wine date with LeBron. <laughs> you're not in the picture, right? I'm single. I'm like 27 years oh, old. Oh, yeah. We're going back in time. Great. No, it's <laughs> I want now. my wine. It's oh, now. I can't date LeBron now. Why? Hey, my mom, I'm all into you, man. I'm into you, girl. All right. All right. This is before Fine. we got okay, together. Okay, okay, okay. I'm 27. This is the year before we get together. Okay. And uh, yeah, we go, we go to the wine bar. And I, I'll if you're be 27, like, he's in high school. Oh, shit, that's right. Or maybe not. I don't fucking know how old this guy is. <laughs> well, wait a minute. It would be... Just uh, whatever, whatever the fantasy is. All right, fine. Okay, he takes me to the wine bar, and then I pretend not to know anything about wine. You're like, I'll be yeah. like what's wine? And then he's like, girl, I'll show you what's wine. And then, then I'll be like, like, what's a peener nar? And you're and like, he tells uh, me, what's a peener? You're like, what's that? Did you put your hand... <laughs> Around my back, and he's like, "Nah, that's my dick." I ticked it, <laughs> went okay. down the bottom of my pants, and I threw it around your neck, and now it's hanging down the back of your oh neck. Oh my God, LeBron, you're so charming. And then we get like a charcuterie plate. He's like, check "I want to eat Check too out much. these motherfucking clown shoes. <laughs> oh shit, he's got some big old shoes. Yeah, yeah. And it's then not we, the only thing that's big. but then I don't want to go back to his hotel. I'd do him in the limo. What? Doesn't he have a limousine or something? Sure. Why do you want you you want that? Well, I don't want to go to his house and if I'm just hooking up. Now, if I want him to wife me up, we're gonna I'm gonna take you might as well go to a nice dinner and stuff. Then yeah, yeah. Dinner. But for the hookup, you'd st- you'd want the car hookup. I don't give a shit. Really? I don't know. I've never done it. Honestly, I'm not like. But wouldn't you want? I don't the know. Whole like a hotel. Like, Is that the, what you do? Well, the hotel suite or like or oh, his okay. mansion. You know, wouldn't I don't want to go to his house. I'd really? just go to a hotel. Really. I don't. I don't want to get to know the person. Who's I'm, smashing? I guess. Yeah. Why don't you want to get to know them? Because I'm just one night standing, right? Okay, but I just didn't know the the thought behind it. That's all. I don't know because I've never had a one night stand. Okay. But I would right. imagine I don't want to get to know their world. Like you just wanna, right? So let's just summarize it again. You you go on your wine date. You fuck LeBron in a limo. Yeah. And the next morning. You open your phone and you see. I turn into a telescope. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, he fell in love. <laughs> he caught feelings, homie. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Is that what the kids are saying? 
He slid Ooh. into my DMs. Or yeah, I'm sure. I hope I hope we can make this happen. <laughs> can I tell you something? I am the worst dater ever. I, I could not survive a day in the wild without you, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I can't do it. I would never do it. I hope I hope one day you can uh, be on that dating show. Thanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really do. I'm not meant for um, dating at all. I'm meant for monogamy. This is it. Not me. <laughs> sure. I'm. Uh, I'm gonna get out there. Okay. Put myself out there. Okie doke. Date more. Yeah. All right. Yep. Um, our first date. Let's talk about our first date. What did we do? What was our first date? We went oh. to a bar. And you wanted to go hiking. That was your suggestion. I was right. like, Nah, I don't do hiking. Then we went to a bar. Because they could smoke, because it was it was the yes. Colorado, it was in, in Pasadena, Pasadena, because you could still smoke there. And at the time, we both smoked, and I was like, "All right, let's just go smoke some cigarettes, play pool, talk. If I like you, then that's that's what you're gonna do for the rest of your see, life." It's somebody. exactly what you're saying. Because you, you had me, you had a smash kind of path in your mind. That I night. thought you were. Do you know that you were supposed to be my first one night stand? Yes. So you took me to a bar. This is exactly what we're talking about. You didn't think that's of me so as true. like the nice dinner guy. No. You're like, I wanted this pig to just hoe me on out, and then yeah. Uh, we went from there, and then you took me, um, you know, took me back to your place. I know. I tried to hoe you on out. You did. But then I liked you. I, I was know. LeBron catching I suck the fucking dick and get the fucking cum. That was you. <laughs> and, then I, and then I was like, I think I love you, Tom Cigarette. I couldn't do it. I know. You were very cute. You were only, were you 25? I was 28. That's crazy, and now you're 47. It's almost your birthday, Gene. Well, by the time this comes out, it is my birthday. Oh. This is out on my birthday. Oh, happy yeah, birthday. or after it even. Yeah. Happy 50th. I'm not 50, but I am 40. No. Mm. You have that midlife crisis? Yeah. Oh, all right. I got that, uh, I ordered some jewelry. Jewelry? Yeah. You did? No. No, I don't order jewelry. I hope you do. <laughs> I don't know, we'll see what happens. You may have to join a men's support group for your 40th birthday. A men's support group for what? For anxiety. Did you know that there's a men's support group you can join? It's not sexual. It's just where men cuddle and hug each other. Okay. I mean, hear about it? I'm listening. <laughs> Go ahead. Let me see what this is. A Montgomery County men's group is looking to heal through the power of cuddling. On its meetup page, the men's therapeutic cuddle group says its goal is to provide a safe, structured, and platonic environment for men to experience acceptance, affirmation, and affection. <laughs> it's not sexual. That's what platonic means. Guys, sometimes just need to hug to heal. God, how many times would you put this message out there? It's totally normal. For guys to get together and hug <laughs> and just feel better about life. There's a lot of normal things out there. There wasn't any other trainers. There wasn't <laughs> anyone to teach me. So I had to go out and learn and put together <laughs> the ideas. Well done, Seeker. Go to present for me. Yeah, just like a cool <laughs> pup play guy. It's not sexual. It's a normal thing that happens. <laughs> now some little puppies don't like this. Oh, it's an important thing to do. Oh. Is that the men's cuddling group? <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what it turns into, I think. Uh, some huggers don't like this, but some do, you yeah. know. You've come because you need a tail, haven't you? Oh, boy. Yeah? Good puppy. 
Is this the tail you'd like us to give you? Yeah, good pup. Whew. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is that the, all the audio for this cuddling group? <laughs> no, there's one there's more, more where we hear the it's, rules. This oh, is the best. Here's what are the rules? Must shower before and remain fully clothed. They specify this is strictly platonic, and they're accepting men of all backgrounds, but they say uh -huh. men who are obese or have back or knee injuries hey. may have trouble fully participating. What? For CBS Philly. <laughs> knee trouble? Because you can't get down there and suck those dicks? Hey, wait a minute. And the, oh, by the way, no fat guys. I love that, that the organizers are like, we don't want any fat guys in this, right? No fat guys allowed. Oh, and also it showering. It helps to be hot if you want to be part of our group. <laughs> yeah, nothing sexual. Yeah. Well, and the mandatory showering beforehand. Yeah, why? Why? You're just cuddling. You're just cuddling and being cool. Oh, oh let's have a look at the little holiday. Oh, shit. Oh, her? Oh, her? <laughs> this, this guy with the mask on is going like, oh. <laughs> It's the noise the dog makes. <laughs> oh, all done. All done, puppy. Are you okay? Good puppy. Good puppy. Uh, uh, oh, man. You know what I love, too, which is unique to men and yeah. the men's cuddling group, is that they have to tell the guys to shower beforehand. Like, that's how disgusting you guys are. Yeah. Oh, you guys have to shower before you come to this cuddle group. Yeah. Like, nada. <laughs> no. Uh, anyways, speaking of horrible things, our own blue band has a horrible or hilarious. Yeah, what is, you've been, you teased me, and you're like, I have a horrible <laughs> or hilarious. Good. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. And you're like, I, uh, it's of me. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, so uh, just a little setup on this. Okay. Um, so I was hanging out with my friend, and we were getting ready to go to dinner somewhere. So I went outside. You will see me on the left side of the screen right there. Where? Uh, Show me the area. Right there. Oh, okay, okay. So that's me. And you're leaving a friend's house. I'm leaving a friend's house. I'm waiting for him to input, like, the alarm code. So I'm just waiting outside by myself. And then I noticed this tree over here, and it's blossoming. I'm like, I wonder if the flowers smell nice. So I lean in to go smell, and uh, you know the rest. The rest is what happens. Okay, so we we have a driveway shot, and we see on a security cam. Right. So I'm walking out. He's walking out. I'm waiting for my friend. I see. Yep. Just looking around. Oh, I noticed the tree. Oh yeah. Oh, I wonder if it I smells nice. Let's see if this smells good. Yeah. Let me just smell it. Oh my god. What happened? I fell. I, I, this is how terrible my balance is. Immediately, the second I lean, immediately lose balance. Wait, <laughs> you fell from leaning? Yeah, I leaned forward. Nothing hit you? No, I just leaned forward and go back. immediately lost my balance. Go back, go back. And look how it. he lays there for a while. I know, dude. Like the old yeah, lady. So you lay like an old lady. Like I fall oh and I can't. Oh my god. I fell five feet and for a period of like four seconds. <laughs> like I fell slowly. Oh my god. I thought something like pricked you, you know what I mean? And nope. then you, and freaked you out. Lean in, lean in. Immediately lose balance. <laughs> Dude. And then right as I fall, my friend comes out of uh of the door right here. Yeah. Um and we just kinda lock eyes and just kinda laugh. And then I look in this direction and I notice the security camera that is currently capturing all this. No. Yeah. You look at you laying there like the life alert yeah. commercial. Yeah, I had you fallen like, and I couldn't get yeah. it. Yeah. I mean you look like it's all over. No, yeah. I, I really scuffed my palms there on that. Really? Yeah. Aww. <laughs>
there's your friend he's like hey dipshit <laughs> and you're like what happened was i leaned and then i lost my balance yeah he was like what happened i was like i leaned about two inches off my center of gravity and then just everything came uh, this is down. too fucking funny man <laughs> I like this part where your hands go. I mean, you can't. Yeah, it's it's the most cartoonish fall. Oh, it is cartoon, and also that you you stay there for a while. Yeah, that's the best. Well, yeah, because I'm not a hundred percent sure how hurt I am. I got you. <laughs> I'm, I'm not hurt. I'm not hurt at all. Oh. And you're not hurt though. Okay. You're great. okay. That, that was, was the best. But then uh, I also do have a <sighs> different thing for me to show you. You do? Uh, yeah, because I tweeted it a little bit. Uh, or I, I, tweet, I tweeted it a little bit, and I figured, you know, this is probably also uh, something that's worth, you know, just sharing a little bit. You have to watch, Tom. Okay. So here I am. I'm falling. Yeah. And then that happens. <laughs> <laughs> what is that from? Uh, I just looked up gigantic <laughs> explosion. It looks Holy like shit. Israel. <laughs> yeah, yeah I think you're right. I, I think, think it, it might is be in the Middle it. East. Jesus. <laughs> and, uh, please post that everywhere. That is amazing. Yeah, I have three or four more of these, but uh, th that's definitely the best one. Please put that on the YMH Instagram. Yeah, that's really great. That's man. amazing. What is it, by the way? YMH Studios? Um, yeah, if you follow uh, the official accounts, they've been a little inactive, but each one should have its first post. Uh, YMH Studios on Instagram and on Twitter. Great. It's awesome. <laughs> Um, hilarious, man. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I know that the main thing that makes it funny for you is the sound, but is knowing the person, does that add another layer of funny? You know... Because I it, remember I've, miss, I've, I've missed these before, where I, I thought I knew the thing that made you laugh, and then I was just completely wrong about it. No, I, I feel a little bit worse for you, because I know you. Um, interesting. I feel the complete opposite. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I feel better laughing because I, I know Nadav. See, I'm a like, little. I was a little worried. I know I have a little more concern watching it. You know, because uh -huh. I don't want you to be hurt. Right. Um, I think uh, to me the funniest part is the beginning of it, like you going, yeah. like, whoa, <laughs> like yeah. you're on ice and you're just like leaning forward. Um, that was the funniest part to me. I, no, I yeah. like the laying down part. The mo that no, was if funniest. There was audio, yeah, the laying, the laying down is the neatest. If there was audio of you like letting out a hellacious scream, yeah, I wish there was. Yeah. That would have really. Got I'll me go going. back into it. I'll see if there was, uh, you know, maybe an audio, an audio feed. Oh my god, that'd be great. Do you think you yell out, let out a yell? Oh, do I think? I mean, this happened like two weeks ago. I definitely yelled. You did? <laughs> I was like, oh my god. <laughs> and then uh, just cackling like an idiot after I've already fallen. Hilarious. <laughs> did you even know what caused you to fall? You know what I mean? Did you did you go like, what happened? Yeah, like, the second my arms went <laughs> to try and keep myself from falling, I'm like, oh, I've lost my balance. How that poor is, is your balance? <laughs> it's terrible, Tom. <laughs> I don't have great core. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen anybody like that. <laughs> that fell as cartoonishly as that? No, I've never seen anything like that. It's um, endearing. It Blue is band endearing. is endearing. Um, so I think we should probably get into this contest before uh, we get into the. Oh no! Do we have? Oh to? shit! Uh, Josh actually just went out real quick. Oh, so. he did. Uh, but actually, you don't really need. No. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So this is. Uh, uh, yeah. You go ahead and set it up. So we set it up a while ago, and then I didn't want it to let it go. We mentioned that the boys here could compete for that cool Manscaped kit that was um, set to <gasps> oh. Oh, I'm gonna throw up already. I actually have a I have a gag thing oh, going on. Oh God! Right now. My eyes can, are. Can we get up. Josh back in here? Or 
shit. Is he like on a run or something? I think he's probably grabbing lunch. Yeah, he's grabbing the lunch. Oh my god. But I'm I mean, hey, puke. there's the Manscaped so contest we you have. You came know. up with the oh man. You came up with the idea. My eyes are watering. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to I even feel look sick at. Right oh, you're now. back, Josh. Good. Yeah. So I feel sick. Um, I can't even look. What I was letting people know was the contest <laughs> was for the Manscaped kit, the groomer, and all that stuff. You guys are savage. And. Oh. So you guys propose that whoever has the longest single pube should get the kit, which makes sense. So you can trim your fucking horrendous pubes. So we're looking at A, B, and C. A is kind of. <sighs> C looks more like a classic pube. Right, like a curl. hotel. You'd find that in the hotel. They're here, by the way. You taped them down here. Uh. I feel like I'm going to vomit. <laughs> and I don't want to look any closer. Yeah, but you're supposed gonna, to I'm measure use, them. I'm How are you going to... I can measure very clearly. I can see what's going on here. There's a no. clear number. Yes, there is. Well, look at C. C is curled over. It's I not know, but extended. You can see the portion of C... It's curled over. You can you can pull that back with your eye and see. I don't know. B and C are really close. You may have to unravel it no, with fingers. You can see it. <laughs> could you well, identify yeah. whose is whose? Well, that's the game. So. Well, I can't see the color. I mean, obviously, blue bands. Is I'm gonna fucking, Gotta be. I'm gonna red. puke <laughs> if I lean over and start. I really am. I don't know why. I I didn't expect to feel nauseous. Ew! By I this. feel sick, and I'm not even near it. I like you feel are. absolutely. Ugh revolted right now okay can, how about this can the owner of c unravel it so you don't have no to we don't need to unravel it but i i'm convinced that no it's you deceptive. don't you can see it you can see it it's deceptive it's not deceptive it's clear you don't know B is the longest by a mile which is what this is all about well, i think we need science babe that you're not doing this to exact <sighs> what are you this, talking this about this is you're cheating well you need to unravel it you got to unravel No, you it. don't do you want a fair contest or not? You can see You're just that eyeballing one, that shit. Number one is is like the winner is clearly beat. So the game here, just for us, is to guess who is who. That's it. I can't because I can't see color. Blue bands is the, obviously going to be orange. Pew. He's C. He is C. Uh, okay, blue bands is C. Okay. And then Chris is A, and disgusting cockroach Josh cockroach is B. Cockroach is B. For sure. And he's the one getting laid the most regularly of those. Do you guys want the answers? Or should we, do you want to guess? Okay, I'm going to make my guess. Okay. I don't want to look at the actual paper. Okay, here's my here's my guess. I'm going to walk you through my logic, okay? Okay. Okay, because oh my, my mother, gonna... yeah, because my own mother was a ginger, mm -hmm. like our, our lovable blue band, I happen to know that ginger hair is finer than dark-haired folks. So I'm going to say that C is actually Blue Band's pube. I'm going to say that B, fuck. Yeah, I'm going to change my guess. Okay, now hold on. I say, I'm going to go that Chris is the nasty here with the longie. And I'm going to say A is Josh Potter only because, now I don't know if Chris has a girlfriend. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go on the assumption that Chris, if Chris does not have a girlfriend, his is B. And what if he does? Then he is A. And Josh is B. I, but I'm I, saying Blue Band is C. I have this. Go ahead. I, I thought Blue Band was C all along. I'm switching though. I think Potter is A and Chris is B. Yeah. So now you're using, that's mine. This well, is that's, my line. No, now. I said that Blue Band was C. I said that first. Okay. And then I guessed that Potter was B. But now I think his Greek blood 
Ah. Black asshole hair is A. I think it's super ah, dark and coarse. I think it's the most coarse looking hair. And I think that... <laughs> that one strand looks like it's five times thicker than anything else on the paper. All right, so... Which one, A? Yeah. Now yeah. reveal reveal the answer, please. All right, so A is, in fact, Josh Potter. Yeah. Yep. We knew that. Dirt uh, bag. I know where I got it. <laughs> no. Where? Where? It was down deep. It was <laughs> down deep. In your asshole? No, taint butt? area. Oh, taint area. Oh. Ugh. 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 Um, oh. B... B <laughs> B is our very own Chris. Knew Damn. it. Yeah, that, Knew it. That really surprised me. Yes, quite Chris. No, yeah, wow. that's, a, that's a great hair. Congratulations, Chris. Um, <laughs> and then C, yes. Yeah. Is, uh, is me. <laughs> we guessed. You guys crushed it. Wow. Revolting. So I guess so that revolting. means, so who's the winner of this contest? <laughs> it's Chris. It's Chris, hands yeah. down. Chris gets Congratulations. The wow, Chris. Chris. Good work. Will you please trim a little bit down oh there? Oh, my God. I mean, it has a nice guard on it. It really is effective. Maybe, uh, maybe do it before and after for us. All right. Now that I'm gonna throw up, um, we burn that paper. That paper is so gross. Oh, can we? Jesus. Uh, you guys are savage. So our our um, our guest, you wanna? Do yeah, introduce? I feel queasy now too. Oh, actually, we're gonna get into that segment we just did, but then. Then our guest, which we actually introduced, I think. Yeah, we already did that. So it's actually time just to say that not only did we have a new video of the Try It Out guy today, what else happened, Jane? Well, because of you, your mom's house listeners, because of you, the genes that investigate on the interwebs, you have found the Try It Out guy. Therefore, we have found the Try It Out guy. And this is a YMH exclusive. Mm -hmm. We're getting him on the phone right now. Right fucking now. This is a YMH <laughs> exclusive. YMH exclusive. YMH exclusive. YMH. Oh my God. Well, this is, this is unbelievable in a day that I can tell you I we never thought would never happen. Never thought would I mean, happen. I mean, this is this is major. something that um, it's just it's beyond excitement. It is. It is chips in a bowl. It's a cat eating kibble. Yeah. It's explosions. It's all of those things. We have the opportunity right now. <sighs> Stop to it, Tom. Actually, Stop talk it, Tom. To the try it out guy. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, I'm so nervous. Uh, we're both nervous. I, I really want to get this going. I don't know what's going to happen, but this is him. This is the try it out guy. The but hold guy. on. What, what are we going to... Okay, here's, here's the thing. His profile was discovered mm -hmm. late last night mm -hmm. at midnight, right? And then it makes... How, what time do you discover it? I actually... I was sent to me a couple days ago, and um, like the at the time, like the top 10 posts were not him. They were just like screen grabs of things. And I was like, oh, this is, and then it was sent again. And I saw that it was him and I was like, <gasps> and I saw that he's posting videos and, and, you know, giving out his address and everything. And I was like, <laughs> dude, I, I was like, Potter, I was like, you got to get in touch, man. And then he did. And he's expecting our call. I'm so excited. I don't even know. I, I don't even know if I can talk to him. I'm so excited. I think you're going to have to take the lead because clearly he's let's into guys. I, I don't want to wait. He's not into longer. women. I'm no, let's go. Okay. This. Okay. Ready? Oh my God. All I'm right. so nervous. Let's see what happens. <clears throat> Please 
please answer. Hello. Hey, Robert. Yeah. Hey, how's it going, man? This is Tom. I'm here with uh, Christina. We're so excited to speak with you. Thanks for jumping on the phone, man. I'm doing okay. Oh, good. Hi, Robert. Um, we're such big fans. Thank you for taking time out of your day. Okay. Um, so here's what I was going to say, man. I mean, first of all, I love your Instagram account and I love that you are direct with what you want and what you like. I think a lot of people out there, you know, kind of beat around the bush, but you, you go, you put the message exactly out what you want. And so I think it should be celebrated that you're doing that. Well, that's what I like to do. And I always, always try to be honest. Yeah, that's great, man. So here's what I wanted to ask, man. You know, you put out these, uh, messages and you're pretty clear that, you know, you like black and Latino guys. Um, how is the, how's Instagram working for you as far as getting a response? Are you getting the response that you want from it? Mm, sometimes. Sometimes. Now, does it, do most people like respond by commenting or do they, do they respond by direct message? Mm, direct. Direct. And, and how does that work? So that some guy goes, I'm a hot black guy. And then yeah. wh how does the exchange start? I give, well, we, we talk and then I greet, ask them come over here for a drink and I just test them out to see how they like. Nice. You test them out, like you, you ask them like, hey, are you into this? Are you into that? Or how does it go down? Yeah, I, no, I have them come over. I have, and then we, we have a drink or two. I have to you know, see, how, see how they really are. If they're uncomfortable, then I know they're not my type. Ah, oh, gotcha. See, you have a good system, man. You have a good system. Now, this, uh, you're not into white guys, right? I can. You can. But I mean, it should be kind of like an aggressive guy, I'm guessing, right? Yes. Now, one of the things that kind of uh, stands out in those videos is you're pretty bold in that you are open to uh, men from jail, ex-convicts and stuff. Do you ever... I, I was thinking that maybe you would get fearful in a way of somebody like that. Do you fear them at all? I don't have fear people. But even if they're like a, a convicted felon, you're not worried at all? I don't think everyone... I, I think people go to jail and get the wrong term. I don't think they're... I, I think if you put the good in them, you could probably get the good in them. Okay. Yeah. All right. I like that. Well, that's true because we've had uh, friends that have actually been in jail and are very yeah, nice that's people. True. And that's they've true. changed their lives. And you've also offered people a lease and a key. Have you done that recently? I did one person, but they didn't work out. But they gave it back. But this person, they sat dressing as a or a male, but they dressed as a drag queen, and I couldn't have them in a the house. Oh, because oh, you don't wait, because you're not attracted to drag queen. No, it was just too much gossip, and then I didn't want to hear she she jokes, and I said I had to move. Yeah, <laughs> it's not your thing, huh? So, but they come over, no. and it's just it's yeah. just you know free food, free rent, right? I said, I have, I keep a lot of food. I keep, I buy liquor in the house. I fix the place up beautiful. I mean, I want to be here alone. Yeah. 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 That's great, man. Um, now, do you invite any type of aggression? Like, I, I feel like I've seen a video where maybe, you know, you encourage, like someone can piss on you and beat you. Is, is that all right to do if, if, if you like them? If I like them, I know what, 
Oh, okay. So right. they're they're not supposed to just beat the shit out of you though. It's just like a little no. smacking around. Yeah. I got you. Okay, that's that's good and and clear now. I'm glad that we made that clear. Now, um, is the is the invite open to uh, hoe you on out? Like, is that what you want to happen? Yeah, I, I keep I keep an invite. Uh, people want to come. If they call and I talk on the phone, I I talk to them. And say, I get a little read out on them. Yeah, and then I them come over. And then, do you tell them that you're home here now? Yeah, you do. Of course. So, can you say I'm home here now? I'm home here right now. All right, that's great. <clears throat> um, now, I, I got to tell you, we have a pretty a pretty big reach, and I want to know. Do you want us to give out your Instagram handle? Because you're gonna, if we do, if you want that to happen, we will. But I want you to know that if we do that, you'll gain a lot of followers and get a lot of messages. And I just want to make sure that would be something you want. That's no problem. Okay. Um, and, you know, just so you know, I mean... If you do that, a lot of people will have your phone number because you, you post it and your address. And I, I just want to make sure you're comfortable with that. I am because I have Facebook. So Facebook is so slow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Instagram is the way to go. So let's um, let's see this. Uh, I think our guy here can pull up your Instagram account. Let's, do you know your own handle well on Instagram? Yeah, I know it. It's, it's Robert Paul Champagne. Is that correct? Right. Okay, but the handle is actually Robert Paul. P, well, yeah, P L. They abbreviated it. Yeah. Yeah, Robert Paulch, basically. Paulch. P A U L C H. Okay. And um, yeah, you have a lot of great artwork on there. Beautiful men, a um, lot of different uh, posed men with amazing bodies and physiques. And then there's some of your stuff in there. You're wearing different hats and masks. I really like your page. Well, generally, I could be sexy, but I, I also, when it comes to summertime, I go to Coney Island, I perform on, I perform on a karaoke. That's oh. what it is, because you said, I'll, I'll see you guys at Coney Island um, performing, and I was wondering, so you perform karaoke for people? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I sing, and I, um, I do Humper thing, Tom Jones, all these people, and I, I generally like throw gifts, gifts to the people right now, and then if I... So it was a good day, and I know, I know a lot of people have good money like Coney Island, so I get, like, toys for the kids if they can have got a lot of money so the parents don't feel so bad, you know? Oh, that's yeah. nice of you. Yeah. Can you, what, can you sing, like, a like one line? Not right now. Not right now. No, okay. he needs music, Tom. Well, yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying. Not right now. I wish I could. Okay. No. Um, so uh, you're, you're a New York guy. Um, do, you, do you frequent any area of New York, or do you just like the people to come over? people come all the I don't go to the village because it's not my scene no more the village I got bored of it really yeah so now it's basically putting out these posts and kind of seeing so you're kind of you you've evolved into the digital era basically you're doing what's the modern thing now yeah yeah that's so, fun it's fun to try it out you know it is fun to try it out the thing is, our show, like Tom said, has a huge reach and a huge following. And if you're looking for black guys who want to do it, you're going to find it. 
on yeah. our show. Oh, they're going to hit you up. I mean, guys who like to fucking fuck good are going to hit you up directly. Would you... I was going to... Now is your opportunity. If you wanted to put it out there, why don't you tell our listeners what exactly it is you're looking for? That's a great idea. Just give us your message. What, what you- I'm looking for are black men who are aggressive. They're not shy. They're not. They're not in sentiment. They are. They could smoke. They could drink. They could be themselves. They're fun to be with. They're sexy. Uh, they're erotic. They're combination of charms but I like them bossy but then again I like them when I come home because I'm a control person when I come home I, don't, I want them to take a control because when it goes I'm controlled you know oh. yeah what what kind of work are you into like what's the field what do I do I, I design things really I design like uh, costumes um, oh you're cre- things. creative you're a creative guy. Yeah, so uh, now with these guys, you know, black guys and some of these Latino guys, um, what what's like the ideal piece of equipment you're looking for on a guy? Because I feel like you've probably experienced some different things. What kind of size do you like? It size kind of, I like them like built. So they go, go to a gym if possible. Like they yeah. keep the shape. Yes. Yes. You like a good body. If I go out, if I go out with them, if I do go to a village with them, we're going. I want someone to say, well, "Okay, I want them to be a little envious." I want them like, eh, "That's okay," you know. Yes, it's like putting on a nice piece of jewelry. You want people to look and be like, "That's nice." Yeah. Yeah, swag man right here. So right. Uh, you want like a, but you want a pretty, a pretty aggressive top is what you're looking for, though. Yeah. Okay. Because he's a power player by day, and right. then I think at night, right? Is that kind of it? Like at night, you want to be, yeah, you want someone to take care. Because during the day, I have I, I'm more of a control. When I come home at night, I want someone to them to have control. I'm tired of me being always the one making the decision to come home. You know, I'm tired of it. And how do you feel about drugs? Are you open to people using them, or do you have a strict policy? No, it's a. If they take drugs, it's okay, but I won't take drugs. That, that'll lead to them. I won't take drugs. But you will drink, right? You'll have a drink? I don't have drinks in the house. I have all kind of liquor in the house. I smoke cigars and everything. But nice. Drugs, they got that they could do it. If they want to do some stuff, they can. Okay. Um, yeah. That's that's, that's good awesome. to know, man. That's yeah, that's good that you're open to, to whatever... Um, yeah, these guys can hoe you on out if they want to, but like with, you, you know. You keep saying that phrase. Have you ever heard that phrase, hoe ho me on out, hoe man out? If you're, no. No. Yeah, that makes sense. I understand that. Um, how did you get into, by the way, because I love talking kinks and everything with people. How did you get into the piss pissing? How did I get into it? Yeah. When I was, I was about 20 I was taken to a river bar and because I, did, I didn't care for the drag bar, I went to an SNM bar and I got into this SNM scene and I got a little more into that. Nice. And then it evolved there. Yeah, we had it there because at that time we, we it wasn't like censored now. Now everything's so censored. Now we we had a little, we had a little more freedom. Yeah, yeah. I I agree. I feel like people are a little more you know uptight nowadays, huh? A lot. A lot more. So we're letting people know the page. Um, they can they can go 
and uh, they can. It's okay. You're you're saying go ahead and follow me, Robert P A U L C H on Instagram, uh, Robert Paul Champagne, and you're saying it's okay for them to send you messages, and you're you're open to, to it, right? I'm open to it. Like I said, like I said, I have Facebook. I put things on Facebook. So Facebook is getting slow. I put so much on Facebook. It's like slow. Yes. Yeah. In- Instagram is way better. I, I totally agree with you on that. Um, and hopefully these guys that uh, reach out are, um, it's really going to pick up for you. Just so you know, it you're, you're going to get a lot of messages um, and I hope you enjoy it. Um, we're, we're big fans, man. So, uh, thank you so much. Thank you, Robert. For and, doing this call. And you put the call out there and you're going to get a lot of responses and I yes. hope you find what you're looking for. I think you are. I think there'll be a lot of black guys and Latino guys that, that, that fuck good that are, are going to want to take you up on the offer. Okay. All right. Well, um, thanks so much, man. I hope we can talk thank again you. soon. Okay. Have a nice day. Okay. Thank have a nice you, day. Robert. Bye-bye. Take care. <gasps> oh my god. Oh my god, I'm sweating. That was so exciting. That was the best day of my life. We did it. We did it. And we got to find out key pieces of information. It is not home me on out. It is not home me on It out. is exactly what I fucking thought it was from day one. It is fucking home here now. It's home here now. Of course it's it home is. here now. Confirmed. It's home here now. Confirmed. Confirmed from the source. Oh my God. This is major news. I'm shitting my goddamn pants. Me right too. Now. That was so exciting. Oh my God. I'm home here now. I'm home, I'm here, home now. here now. Of course. Of course it's yeah. home here now. It's a deal, man. <laughs> so the difference was that he was really fired up in the original video. Yeah. So he must have now I asked him about drugs because I wanted to know if and he remember, was high. Remember Dr. Drew was like, I can smell the meth. <laughs> from here now who knows most people are not forthcoming right they're not going to be like i was really loving meth back yeah Yeah. but uh he wants by the way he is not shy at all no about what he wants he wants you to piss (laughs) on him and beat him it's nice to know that he wants a like a little play playful (laughs) beating he doesn't want you to fucking knock him out (laughs) he just wants a little roughhousing and he wants you to be an aggressive top with him and i did find it interesting too that his perspective about men out of jail. I mean, look, we've had a, a few guests of our own that have been in prison and jail, and they're not these demons. Well, that was actually you know? a very evolved answer on his part. Yeah. Like, he's like, oh, you find the good in people. It's yeah. still, I got to tell you, it's still <laughs> a pretty dicey thing to put out there. Like, are you fresh out of jail? <laughs> Why don't you come you, over to my house? You mean you wouldn't want to lead? I mean, with that as the maybe not the profile. Piss yeah. on me, beat me. Yeah. So he's on me, beat me. So it's it's beat me within the context of S and M. Clearly, yeah. like smack me around a little, but it's don't not hurt fucking me. Crack my ribs, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I think we had interpreted it as piss on me, I abuse the shit out I of me. I thought he was like put me in a coma. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are you a convict? Yeah, I I thought he wanted somebody to savagely harm him. So well, I'm relieved to hear it's, it's just kind of logical for your mind to go there. I mean, the yeah. video is still one of the most outrageous <laughs> things I have ever seen. I never, th- I thought this guy He's the was just gone, you know, out in, know. The, in the universe somewhere. You'd never, ever, ever be in touch with a try it out guy. But due to the magic of the mommies, this is because of you guys. This is because I of your... I don't know how you did it. I really don't know. Your vigilance. I got to tell you too, when I, I got that... I can't believe we I found it. I got this message like a few <laughs> days ago. Hey, found the try it out guy. And I see like some of his... You know how it has pictures of like just 
random men. I was like, oh, this is just someone's joke. Yeah. I didn't go, I'm going to research this. And then it came in again. So crazy. With a clear picture of him. And I was like, oh, my heart stopped. I was like, yeah. try it out, guys. Tr- <laughs> <laughs> and you know what I, what I realized this morning is that we haven't even come up with a name for him. Like Terry is Uncle Terry. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we always had these names, like the try it out guy was so out there that we, we didn't even think of a, a name it's for that outrageous. guy. This dude's fucking phone is going to shut down. <laughs> he has no idea. He has no idea. No idea. What's he thinks he's going to get like eight more messages. It's just going to be nonstop blowing up. Dude, everything he posts is going to have like <laughs> hundreds of comments. He's going to be like, oh, wow, these guys do want me to fucking piss on him. All right, man. All right. <laughs> Well, let's, well then let's set some parameters for the mommies out well, look, of consideration. People are going to do what they want. I would say this, you know, there's a lot of good people that listen to this show that yeah. are, that, um, that, that do things in the spirit of, of what it's intended to be. Yeah. Which is like, it's comedy, it's jokes, it's fun. I would encourage you to not mislead him or be malicious towards him yeah serious know? inquiries only guys like i would say if, if, you're, you're, if you're trying to fuck and you really are trying to fuck yeah hit him up compliment him in the in his posts you yeah, know please don't you guys don't, uh, don't be use your common sense be yeah, nice be kind this man has been he's given us so much joy yeah, so many people cool joy if, yeah like, if he posts a picture and you know you're thinking to comment you'd be like you know you look dope dude like this, yeah I hope, I hope you do find a homeless convict to move in <laughs> something like that you know like have be nice be nice though but don't Just don't ruin it for us because yeah. you know he's he was very he was, he's sweet it not only has he provided us with countless hours of entertainment but he was so gracious on the phone. Yeah. I mean, you know, just be cool to him, man. Try to be respectful, yeah. guys. Don't yeah, yeah. don't be There's going to be a, always a few jerks out there, but I'm saying like don't don't try to fuck with him, you know. Yeah, he's sweet. He is. He's very nice. God, that was like I mean, <sighs> why don't we just retire? I know. Let's just end the show for You know, and like I've I've seen Tom Cruise in public. I've yeah. seen um, no, nothing Gwen like Stefani. I've seen. I met celebrities. Dude. Kim Deal. Nothing compares to talking to the tryout guy. I did guy. press for Instant Family last year, <laughs> and they were like, "I forget who it was." Was like, "If you could meet anybody, <laughs> <laughs> who would it be?" And I was like, "The tryout guy." <laughs> and of course, it was one of those things where the interviewer was like, "I'm sorry, who?" And I was like, "Just this awesome guy." On the internet, we can't find them. Can't find them. And they were like, okay. And I cannot believe that it actually happened today. I can't believe it. I feel connected to the world. I feel connected to the mommies who listen to this show. I feel like. I can't believe we're actually holding this for a few weeks, like from when it's recorded to when it comes out, just because of the nature of how this, we've had to bank things. Well, But when you hear this, it's already been a week or two, two. Oh my God. Yeah. It's. It's unbelievable. That, I, I mean, I wish this were streaming live. I know. Right I want to put now. this out right now, right now, God right now, right damn now. damn it. Now, the only other... Um, this somebody beat me up home now. The only other YMH celebrity that has refused to, 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 to come on the show or even really acknowledge us is King Ass Ripper. Uncle Terry would be great, by the way. I don't know, get, Woody. I would love I to talk know. to him. I think he's a cool guy. <laughs> I don't think he's and I cool think guy. he's the president of the Cool Guy Club. But I think that... <laughs> CEO and founder. Uh, yeah, what's you his name? You don't think Robert's the founder of the Cool Guy Club? Well, maybe, but Pete, Uncle Pete, a.k.a. <laughs> Terry, 
can really i mean he puts up videos all the time he's a he's a natural in front of the camera <laughs> yeah he's a, he articulates well yeah 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 i yeah. think he'd be great i mean king ass ripper is the what is that it's almost like um like bigfoot you know yeah like, like i've seen photos and videos but yeah 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 terry is yeah he's more accessible king ass ripper is just a mystery and I feel like we'll never really know what's going on. Terry there. is unboxed therapy for porn. Yeah. <laughs> but but King Ash Ripper, you're right. Look, you guys don't know. I mean, it's different now. Maybe if somebody made the effort now to get him. We tracked down that he was in Michigan. Yeah. Um, you know, he shifted, though. He shifted from his fart stuff to gluttony stuff. Right. He's, his and, art and it, like has changed. Um, so now he weighs, he's got to weigh a fucking hundred pounds more than he did Yeah. at the start, which by the way, you look great, man. I'm not saying anything, but he never responded. He, just, he shifted gears in terms of he what he does. He gave us a wink. He did give us he a shout out. He gave us a wink yeah. in that he posted a video and he, and in the description it said, this is dedicated to your mom's house podcast. And that was like, I think his way of being like, I see you, I acknowledge, acknowledge you, but I'm not. I'm not going to do what you think I'm going to do. Well, it's upsetting because so many of us adore, <sighs> adore him, adore his work, much like <sighs> the Try It Out guy, aka now who has a name, Robert Paul Champagne. Yep. I mean, I can't believe I'm saying his name. I, I you know what I mean? It's. This is yeah. just. This is such a special day for the mommies. Such yeah. a special day. It's amazing. Yeah. It really is amazing. Mommy power. Guys, this just goes to show the mommy power out there. I just I just don't know what else to do with my life. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I it's don't huge. know what else to do with my life. It's huge. We just got, we caught, we like caught Bigfoot. Dude. I understand what it is now to win an Olympic gold medal. Right. Or, or be like, I'm at, I'm at the top. I'm at the summit of Mount Everest. I know. And then people, you're like, I was thinking about this for years. I know. And then they go, what are you going to do now? You're like, I don't no know. Idea. I need to reevaluate my whole life right now. I know. I know. How do you move on? I have, I'm wearing, I have uh, 10 championship rings. I know. What, am I start putting them on my toes? <laughs> like, I have to tell you the level of excitement I felt this morning. We woke up at 630 this morning with our children. And that was the most exciting is finding this guy's account, like, looking through his <gasps> stuff. It was like Christmas. And, and there was also the moment where I, I looked at this picture and I was like, this kind of looks like the try it out guy. You know, right. like, like I was like, this kind of like, looks. And then I <laughs> scrolled and I was like, no, no. And my heart started racing. Yeah. It was like a detective, like, uh, who's been fought, yeah. like fought doing a You're case for case, a couple of years. Yeah. And then they're like, um, we're just going to see if this is a DNA match detective. And then the guy calls you. He's like, it's a match. And you're like, what? And yeah. they're like, and we have his address. It's 2395. We know exactly where he's at. Yeah. Holy shit, man. It was that level. It was it was really amazing. Oh my gosh. It's, it's really weird because you'll notice on his profile there's well lit photographs. And then poorly and he lays in the <laughs> same spot as the tried out video still. He still lays on that couch. He loves that area. He's like, I got a nice place. Alcohol. Yeah. I love it, man. <laughs> And then he still has, he posts photographs of himself in the black dark and yeah. it's so dark. You and can't even see him. And he's, cool he's an attractive sure. guy. Yeah. No, he's doing you'll, his thing. You'll be surprised when you see his face. He's actually, he's a good looking guy. Yeah. yeah. That that video doesn't do him justice. He's much better looking. I think he was kind of tired in that video. You think so? In the original. Yeah. 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 He looked a little tired. Yeah. 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 Cool, cool guy club. 
Yeah. Chairman and CEO. <laughs> Founder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, I don't know where to go from here. I don't know. We got to we got guess. Our, uh, who's our guest in this one? Scott Thompson. Scott. Oh, my God. My favorite. Kids in the Hall. Scott Powerful Thompson. episode. Um, you'll see in this episode, Mommy C freaks out because I grew up adoring true. Scott Thompson. It's true. Although you do obviously love him as well. And yeah, he's great. I, I would say he We had a, quite a chat with him. A little was, partial to you. Uh, he... He let us know a couple of things, but he was, um, he was a great guest and yes, really, I mean, things got interesting. Some points were serious, some, but it was all actually, re- he was really funny too. Really great. And he, if you're in Los Angeles, he's performing his live show every Tuesday night at the Virgil, um, here in Los Feliz. So get tickets to that. I should plug it now before. Yeah. Before it comes on in. Um, all right. Well, I, I just... I need a moment, man. I need a moment, too. Yeah. So let's um, enjoy Scott Thompson. Thank you, Robert. Uh, wonderful <sighs> tried out guy. And uh, enjoy, Unbelievable. enjoy this episode. Jesus Christ. Your mom's house will be right back. This episode of Your Mom's House is also brought to you by Brewmate. Don't you just love warm alcohol? Hmm. Well, neither did Dylan, the founder of Brewmate. That's why he made it Brewmate's mission to shake up the beverage industry for the better. Brewmate's stylish, insulated drinkware is designed to keep your favorite beverages ice cold all day long. Whatever your tastes are, beer, wine, or spirits, Brewmate's makes sure every sip is the perfect temp. What a friggin' fantastic idea, man. I mean, I, I definitely hate it when my drink gets warm before I'm finished. And if you're like me, you'll love Brewmate. doesn't matter what it is. You can be drinking your Pinot Grigio, your Pinot Noir, your Malbec, your whatever, High Life, your Budweiser, a, 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 what's it called? A low ball, a high ball, um, a screwdriver. Everybody wants it, I think, a cold temperature. That's what these guys are doing. I love the designs Brewmate has for you to choose from. Um, there's a matte black finish. You can go like you're feel like you're a, a spy. You can feel like, uh, I don't know, you want to drink, uh, your, your wick, your whiskey out of a, a, a beautiful, uh, shatterproof cup, uh, or container. Brewmate's got that for you too. Um, the world's first and only stainless steel insulated can cooler for 12 ounce, 12 ounce slim cans. That's the Hopsulator Slim. And of course, the wine insulator fits a full bottle of wine and includes a silicone funnel for easy transferring. These guys have found a way to make this these uh, um, containers maintain the perfect temperature for over 24 hours. So, you know, usually if you take a bottle to the beach or something, it's got like 90 minutes tops, you know? If, I mean, I'm on, that's on a reasonable day, on a, on a scorching hot day even less time with them with with brewmate you got 24 hours to get this done absolutely incredible and like i said for beer for wine for spirits they have you covered brilliant idea incredibly well executed don't settle for warm alcohol chill out with your favorite drinks all day long with brewmate visit brewmate.com enter the code mom to get 15% off your first order. That's 15% off your first order when you go to Brewmate, B-R-U-M-A-T-E dot com 
and enter the code word MOM. All right, here with us today, I'm so excited, is the fantastic Scott Thompson. Clap for him. I'm, oh, okay. <laughs> thank you. Do I? Oh, I come clapping. That's kind of clap for you. Rose. And I just have to say, we've had so many celebrities come in here. Have you? I am so it's excited true. for you to I be here. I can feel it. I can feel yes. their, their auras yes. everywhere. Uh, yes. So, oh, this is a very fa fabulous place. But um, I think everybody knows you from Kids in the Hall. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Obviously. And I just have to say... You were one of the earliest comedic influences because I got kids in the hall in like sophomore year of high school uh -huh. and I was a goth and I was weird. Oh, good, that's right. Yeah. That, that's, our yes. that's our target audience. Yeah. And w my friends and I found you and it was like, it was just a miracle because sketch comedy before then felt kind of lame. Like uh -huh. SNL, okay. You know, but you guys were edgy. It's kind of lame again, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Like there's nothing. There yeah. seems to be no sketch comedy in American television right now. Yeah, that's pushing boundaries are really... Yeah, and I don't think... Even just sketch itself, I can't think of sketch shows. Well, SNL still. It's been oh, on SNL, since yeah. 70. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's still on. Yeah. Still on. It's <laughs> crazy that... Um, it is crazy that it's on. It's still crazy that it's on. And it's, you know what's really crazy right. is like, I always thought that everybody, at least like let's say if you grew up here, maybe in Canada too, you have your period that you watched it, right? Yes. And then yes. there's like real psychos, like a guy who works here. Right. Josh. <laughs> right. Oh, I met Josh. Yeah. yeah. Josh still, Potter. Well, Josh we Potter. talk about yeah. him later. Because he has such a lovely um, poetic name. Yeah, it is a lovely name. Yeah. He hasn't missed an episode. What's ever. wrong with him? Uh, yeah. There's a lot wrong with him. We're going to get We're into some get of into problems. That. You, may, you may have to help us. Josh Potter has never missed an episode? Never missed an episode. I, I knew there was something wrong with yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> and he's a real scumbag, so it's like it doesn't even fit the... You know, he thinks he's hiding it, but you can read it on you his face, yes. right? Yeah, yes. totally. Yeah. I could smell it. <laughs> but wait, let me finish gus uh, oh, yeah. gushing yeah, on, on Scott Thompson. So, so okay, so there's kids in the hall. Amazing. My mind is blown. All of a sudden, comedy can be cool and edgy, and you guys are just, you're Canadian, so you're different and right. weird. And then there's Scott Thompson, who's different than the rest, right? One of these kids is doing their own thing. Right. And it's because, look, I grew up in L.A. I wasn't like a stranger to gay people or to cultural right. whatever. But you were like. I was a freak. You yeah, were but awesomely but gay. You were owning it. Like, yeah. yeah. No, there was no like one. now everyone's. You know, oh, God, gays are so boring now. Yeah. Yeah. But I was very lucky to be getting in in the very beginning when I could be alone. And, I, and I'll be honest, I mean, I knew it was, what I was doing was mental. That was crazy. Yeah, but there's a it lot of risk associated. It was terrifying. With it was, you, was it terrifying? Oh, yeah. You can't it's imagine. 92. A gay man in the, in the, well, the, when I met the kids in the hall was the 80s. Which yeah. we're going to bring up. And the Whatever. 90s. Oh, my Lord. It was, it was a, a terrible, I mean, I, I'm, I'm in a weird way. You know that Arab saying, uh, may you be born in interesting times. Mm -hmm. I got cursed by that. That's a curse and a blessing. And I was born into a basically a war. I was born into like the HIV war and a plague. And so I came out and within a year of me coming out and it took me a long time to come out, which probably saved my life. Everyone's dying. Uh -huh. So when I was with the kids in the hall, it was very much like there's nothing I might not. I, I actually believe there's I probably won't make it to be an older man. Like I won't make it into middle age. So I had nothing to lose. So I just went, I'm going to jump off this cliff and see what now, happens. What was the what was the immediate like so like the group like as far as like they know you're gay before you. Well, everyone start. knew I was I was openly gay on in comedy. I was the only person, and it was it was wild. a freak show. People were just it didn't make any sense. You couldn't. <laughs> but people, were the guys also part like no? Well, it, I'll be honest. It didn't. Not overnight. No. 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 At the beginning, there was an enormous amount of um, pushback. 
Mm. Um, so, like, you, know, you can hang with us, but, like, could you knock it off? Well, could you stop acting so faggy? Yeah. Or, you know, oh, or, really? No, that's not true. <laughs> no, because here's the, the truth is, the truth is, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm butcher than they are, but I can take every one of them in a fight. You absolutely could. Because they know that I have gay rage. And Hell you don't yeah. fuck with gay rage, especially if you're a gay man that was born in my era. So I think that's what they really respected. Sure. Um, and I, they, they were punks at heart. We're punks at heart. So they knew that what we were doing was completely against the status quo. Mm -hmm. So that, in that way, they were absolutely aboard. They knew that I was kind of like a, a secret weapon, like a bomb. Right. And um, so that thrilled them. And that really pushed them into exploring their own sexuality and being women. And, and, and Yeah, you guys, oh, that's did, you guys yeah. were owning that. We like did. Francesca. Yes. Yeah, and it allowed them to access their feminine side. Sure. Because they're like going, yeah. you know, because I mean, in some ways, I mean, I'm, you know, like I would play a lot of the macho guys in this show because yeah. I studied men. I have to learn. I had to learn. My generation had to learn how to pass. Right. So I had to learn how to be like a man. Like you don't have to nowadays. So it's it's a very different world, and in comedy. But I did know I was savvy enough to know that what I was doing was was new, and that that thrilled me. I thought no matter what happens, even if I'm not that good, I, I know I'll be first. Oh. And that was a thrill. That was a to, thrill. Yes, yeah. that really uh, was was a bomb for the pain. Do you know what I mean? B a l m yeah. bomb. It was definitely it made it easier you know to to know that well i'm first and i know that that's not easy but i learned that you know i thought there'd be more money in being first <laughs> hey but yeah, you know yeah, what no money in it <laughs> but here's here's what's i there might be because here's what's there might be now there yes. might be and, and here's why not yet but here's there might why be. i feel like you are one of your very uh, you should be more celebrated for your bravery in comedy because when you well, I'm not going to say much about that, but because that's not it would be very unCanadian for me to agree with. But you, you are but. a, a pioneer. You are you a pioneer. Yeah, <laughs> the the courage that it took to come out, and not only that. Now you can't even say the word, the f word. I can't say the word. You you can to me. I don't care. I do, and I know that it makes people. Blanch. Well, let's talk about that yeah. because it you. Makes them but, but it did even in the early nineties. Absolutely, but you owned yes. that word and yes. you reclaimed that. Yes, word. Yes, I did. Yeah, and now I look at it and I go, "Is it time for me to jettison it?" And I, I don't know if I really can personally. Well, no, because it's your because you it's, came up saying that word. It, and it, it is. It's it's know. the word that it didn't define me, but it's. I heard it. Uh, this, this is this an interesting story. My niece, who's a very, a very progressive little girl, she's like twelve years old. She goes to like a really nice school, like a Montessori kind of a school. Very, very wonderful parents who try to protect her from the world and blah blah blah. Anyways, recently, I don't know, I was telling a little story, and in the story, I said, faggot, and she just about <laughs> collapsed, and I went, what's wrong? And she goes, what, 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 what is that? She even was just responding to the actual sound of it, the hard, the, the, the T, the, and double the G, G. Yeah. the double G, yeah. and I went, well, faggot is what you, you call a gay man, and I go, what, why would you use, what, I don't get it. She didn't understand. I said, well, it's, what you, it's how gay men are abused. And she didn't yeah. understand it. And she said to me, I've never heard the word before. And I just I had to slap her. I'm like, <laughs> well, wake up. I feel like Sharon Moonstruck. <laughs> Get used to it, yeah, whatever the hell she said. Up. Yeah, But she, but she literally hadn't heard the no, word. No, and, they pro and they were like, and their parents were like, don't 
don't say it. Yeah. And I'm like, look, it, I'm the uncle that's going to introduce her to the real world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is the real world. I mean, but if then, you're 12 and you're still never heard something like that. Isn't that something? That's, isn't that kind of like indicative of... Of parenting today? Of today. Yes, Today's absolutely. Today's like everything the, is like... I really shh. do believe yeah. that every generation thinks they fixed it, but yeah. they haven't. No, they just did, They're just doing it wrong in a different way. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's that true. the new overprotection is in many ways the new abuse. I agree. Because I think it 100%. is abusive to not prepare your children for the world. You're totally Absolutely. right about that. And and one of the, the big groups that does that, uh, like probably the most, is just academia. Oh, the worst. The, the more education, the worse parenting. Yeah. You really need, that sweet spot is like working class just yeah. before, that's a sweet spot you know for I, parenting. I say it's the 80s mom. That's kind of what I'm adopting. Yeah. Because some of that wasn't Do you guys horrible. have kids? Yeah, we have two we kids. Too. Oh, and how are you raising them? Like, like, like orcas? I, I'm like, you faggots every morning. <laughs> you. Oh, to your little girls. <laughs> Absolutely. I hope you call your little boy a little dyke. Yeah. What are you doing in the overalls, you little <laughs> Wait, but you're. Did you just gender our children? Oh, oh fuck! Yeah. Don't you yeah, dare the gender them. Let them. That's pick a their form own of abuse yeah. too. Good luck with that. Good Dude, luck with that. There's, we watch this. Uh, we always talk about oh, gender. Oh, we love gender. And uh, in in Sweden, there right wasn't in <laughs> yeah, Sweden. It's, it's all, it is in it's Sweden. Out of control. <laughs> it is. It and is. so this this guy is like uh, has his child, and then in the mornings, getting the child <laughs> dressed for school goes like. What gender are you today? What do you feel and like the, you are? And you can see, the kid's okay, three. it's a little, it's a little girl, okay. The and the little girl's are... like, uh, you could see that she's like, I, I'm a girl. Yeah. And, yeah. and he's Question like, mark. he's like, all right. I mean, today that's fine. And of course, like, how can she even process what the question she means? Can. You know, it's like it's, it's she a, wants you to tell her. Of course, she does. You're, a, you that's, have an identity. That's you know? abuse. Yeah, I, I think it is. I think it is abuse, actually. Uh, yeah. Leave him alone. Let him figure it out. And, yeah. You know, I, I'm. I think we've gone a little mad. Yes, yeah. I, I really do think we've gone a little mad. But that's preach, the way it works, preach. right? It goes one way. Yeah. So it was like this. Really, everything was swinging. You know culturally one way and and then you try to compensate but you overcompensate oh my god yeah the pendulum has gone and this so far. I, I really think that the pendulum has gone further than i ever thought it would go really why why I do you think of, this has happened oh i think social media is a is, is, is it like a magnifying glass that's something brand new that we've never really known how to deal with i think you have the 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 lax parenting of today which has made children think that they everything they utter or think is phenomenal and must yeah. be heard. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. dangerous. <laughs> Super dangerous. And I also think that per, uh, this is a this isn't one of my uh, this might be a controversial idea. I think the loss of so many gay men really hurt the gay and lesbian. Well, I don't. I can't even say LGBT because it makes me ill to say it. I think it's the stupidest acronym ever. <laughs> really? Oh, I why won't. is that? Let's because talk I, about it. Because you know why? Because it takes sex out of it. Oh. It denates. It, it, it denatures it all. It's like LGBT. That could be anything. That sounds like the PTA. That takes out <laughs> cock sucking and, and muff diving. And those are the two things we need to, and sodomizing. Uh -huh. And without those three yeah. pillars, yeah. it collapses. Yeah. Right. And, it, it, and, it, and I think it's, I really think it's a subconscious reaction from society towards the HIV epidemic mm. that this we've taken it in kind of subconsciously almost neurally that that the sex is what killed um, gay men uh -huh. this plague and so we've kind of 
um, we've desexed everything. Mm-hmm. And I think it's also what's driving the new Puritanism. You know, I mean, there's many things driving the new Puritanism, the Me Too movement and this sort of thing. They're all, and they're all, they all like, like, like you know, they all are, have good intentions, but as we all know, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I do think that's, that's part of the reason for that. Yeah, let's talk about this, uh, the AIDS epidemic for a minute, because... Yeah, because I think that's something I need to really... It's a huge deal. I don't, I mean, I don't think, I know that people really have no concept of how terrible it was. Yeah. I think there's, I think the gay community wants to, wants to kind of move past it. Mm -hmm. They're, they're, they're afraid to confront it. It's too painful. So many of my generation are lost and, and the ones that have survived are mad as hatters. Really, I think yes. we have. I think we. I, I, I've realized at my age now that most men in my generation, or uh, have PTSD, and and really have not, and really have not recovered. Process because of living through that. Yes. Well, you see your friends dying, your yeah, lovers we, we, we've dying. We've just never yeah. recovered. But if you were really in in that world, like you yes, were, like I was, it was like it almost was, like a war zone. It was right? a war embedded. It, you were like in a war that was embedded into a society at peace. Right. And and people would come in and out of that from the outside. They'd come in and see our world. And they'd be like freaked out. And I really believe that we uh, we do not want to confront it because uh, we've made so much progress. And I think straight people don't want to confront it because they don't want to see how badly they behaved. Right, because there they, was so much hysteria. They, they do and not want to confront fear. how terrible they were to us. Yeah. Mm. And I think that we're also living in a very, I call this the punishment era. And I can understand straight people being afraid. I can understand white people being afraid of being, we're in a world where white people are, can't do anything right. Straight people can't do anything right. Men can't do Forget it, he's and out. Straight white guy like this, <laughs> this bearded Dead. anachronism I'm staring at <laughs> over <laughs> this, uh, bi- this yeah. giant male desk yeah. is, you know, no one wants to hear about it. No. And I'm, I feel like I've got, I've got empathy. So I'm very attuned to bullying. And so uh, when I don't care who does it or what your excuse for it is, I don't like it. Yeah. Um, but that's where I think we're at right now. And the AIDS epidemic, I think we have to, we have to confront what happened. And, and uh, when you, when you think back to that era, because like now it's different because we have, we, the knowledge is accessible, is accessible, you know? Yes. But like when you look back, because I remember, you know, being a kid and then just being like, you know, you could get AIDS by just, if someone coughs, you know, right. like, it was like all this. That's before they knew how. But I'm saying when, when you were in living through that and people are dying, would you sometimes just go like, uh, you know, I, I might get it. Uh, sometimes. Yeah. Every single day of my life. You did. Yeah. Ugh. Every single day for almost 20 years. That's pretty oh. traumatizing. I thought about AIDS every single moment every single sexual encounter, every oh. cold, every cough, right. everything right. was AIDS, everything. So I'm a young man who grew up thinking that I was garbage. And then when I finally had the courage to go, well, maybe I'm not garbage, I come out into a world where it seems to be saying, yes, you are garbage. So it's very, and I don't think I'll ever get over it. I don't think I'll, I'll ever be fully whole. It's okay. I mean, you have, I accept it. I accept the world that I lived in. Uh, you know, sometimes it hurt. It, it upsets me. But I, I go, well, 
you know, at least I, I, at least I did the right thing. Like at least I was out there. Like I was a warrior. I you went. You did okay, the, the exact. I'm going right to go through thing. that door first, Oof. and regardless of the consequences, I'm doing it. So you because it's the right thing. You've got to be as as you said, a, a gay man of your age too, because you guys had it so much harder. You had to open all the doors now. Yes. That these boys can grow. No, and they have no idea who I am. Which is crazy. They have no, no, the, no, the gay community has completely written me out of history. What? Why? Uh, because I'm, I'm too painful of a reminder. Really? I think. No, I have no, I, I have, my audiences are usually straight people. I'm, huh. I, I've never, I, I don't even like to talk about this because it makes me upset and it makes me, it, it, it kind of opens my bitter boxes, which I I've love all, it. I've Let's been go trying, there. Yeah, I've been, I, I, Bring it here. I, I, I'm trying very, uh, I, I'm trying very hard to let go of all of it because I know it won't help me. As a comedian, you have to have maybe a certain amount of anger, but when it curdles, you've got to let go of yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, it'll curdle you. Um, and and I, it took me a very long time to understand why it happened, why I was not talked about, why no one paid me any attention. And I just think gay men really, really hate themselves. Mm-hmm. And I ah. think this new generation is going to be a vastly, vastly different generation. It is for sure. Yes, and I mean, and I'm, I'm very happy for them. But I'll be honest, I'm also intensely jealous. Oh, I would be. I'd be like furious. I'm, and I'm, and, and 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 what makes my jealousy so toxic is that I, no one knows that I was one of the first people to do it. Yeah, that that broke. It broke my heart. Yeah, yeah. it absolutely broke. Well, you my think heart. about now, like if somebody was. Like even in like smaller cultures, with I'm saying within the U.S., somebody says they're gay and somebody is not accepting to that person. Yes. Now the person who is not accepting is attacked. And Absolutely. Offered, right. Like that's how. That's, which is a great shift. Yes, that's a huge. Um, but that's shift. nothing like what it was. No, no, no. When I was coming of age, when I was, we were in the kids in the hall. Society, it was very much. The, what was it like in Canada? Because we always think it of was Canada. very much the same. Was? People think people. You, you guys have a kind of a. You see Canada through rose-colored glasses. Yeah, we do. Totally. You do. You you really don't. It's not what you think. Um, especially Windsor. Especially Windsor. <laughs> and you were from Brampton. 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 Isn't yes. that where Russell Peters is from? Yes. Yeah. Russell went to one, the other one high school. I went to the other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, but Canada was very, very much the same as the states was. Um, hmm. You know, definitely, uh, we definitely aren't um, as macho as you are. Like I think of countries as yeah. as as basically human beings, and I think of Canada. Like this country is a straight male. Yeah. Straight white male. Totally. Right? Canada is a lesbian. Yeah. It's a lesbian. It's all about communication. I and love yeah. it. Listening and, yeah. and what, what do you think? And that's yeah, yeah, very similar. Oh, and, you know. It. So and it, Russia's like a serial killer. Russia's a serial. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Russia's like, a sociopath guy. On sociopath. The team. Stra- yes, uh, drunk yeah. and and, and yeah. really Frat drunk. Boy. Yeah. yeah. Which makes it hot. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, yeah. I mean, I got to be honest. I know I keep politics out of the groin. Yeah. yeah. So I find yeah. that extremely attractive. Yeah. Sure. Because <laughs> I still like men and I love them. The more toxic, the better. Is I mean, that right? You like them? Um, I love men. Complicated, though? I like, yeah. I love I love complicated men. I love macho. Oof. I love men. Did you ever? Yeah. Like, I'd love men. Yeah. Did you ever worry about towels? What do you mean towels? Like, do, what, what? towels can have AIDS. <laughs> So <laughs> who said that? That's Pat Robertson from the Seven Hundred Club, the, the preacher. That is, is and by the way, that's I thought not that was a, Joe Rogan. Actually, that, no, <laughs> oh, no. So that's not twenty years ago. That's like 
four years ago. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, this is... Uh, this person says, I'm planning to go on a mission trip to Kenya in December. I believe that God heals today, and I'm not consumed about the chance of contracting Ebola. I'm also a person who's willing to take practical precautions. Do you think there are undue risks that we do not know about and the dangers are higher than perceived here in America? Um, not in Kenya. Um, you might get AIDS in Kenya. The people have AIDS. You got to be careful. I mean, the towels could have AIDS. Oh, there you go. Towley might have AIDS. Towley. <laughs> so far, I think Towley. I has mean, AIDS. yeah, he's always putting a loving message out there. Always. Or that bath mat in um, Big Mouth probably has AIDS. Have you ever watched Big Mouth? <laughs> no. God, it's funny. no. I saw that. It's hilarious. Aww. The one kid's always fucking his bath mat or a pillow or something. Yeah. It's just this semen-soaked pillow. Oh, oh I was going to come on your pillow. Yeah, we just talked about that this When morning. she was out, I thought it'd be funny okay. that she comes home, lays her head down. That would like, be funny. Yeah. Okay. I would, see, I wouldn't mind that. See? Would you love, wouldn't mind that? No, I think that would a be real. A cum-soaked pillow? I would, that by would, surprise? That would be really hot. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't want him to ask or anything. I just want him to do it. Wait. Can Why I, can you change your perspective? Yeah. No, here's bit. the thing, though. but Because I like penises. I like balls. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not so keen on his butthole. But cum is like not my favorite. Well, here's the thing. You can, for a man like me that has been denied cum for his entire uh, sexual um, life. There you go. I have uh, fetishized it. Oh. Right. Um, so, I mean, I didn't, I, 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 ne I never, it's only very recently that I know that I can take it in me. And even though I'm not like, I mean, you know. Take it in me, swallowing. Well, swallowing. It. Yeah, I yeah. Could, but I still can't. Psychologically, I don't like to. Really? I don't no, like the no, taste. No, I can't because yeah. of, of psychologically. I'm psychologically incapable. Traumatized. You're traumatized. I'm tra I'm traumatized. Uh -huh. And uh -huh. like you know, like I don't think I could hold hands with a man in public. Still, uh -huh. really? No. I know that's a sad thing to admit. That's sad. And I am. I, and I am sad to even say it. Even saying it makes me feel like, wow, that's tragic. But I don't know if I if I could. And I know like people say, oh, everyone's on prep and you can't get AIDS that way. I'm going, well, I, I just, you can't, I can't get over it. It's there. It's deep in you. It's very, very deep. And, yeah. um, you know, the fact that I'm like here and I'm my age and I'm HIV negative is the greatest thing awesome. I've ever Amazing. done. Yeah. It is my biggest victory. That's great. Okay. Because I had I'm a here. lot of sex. Good for you. I did not stop having sex. Would oh, you encourage good. her to, to get like a little butt play with me? Oh, I'm totally. so afraid of have it. Have you ever, do you, why are you I so here, Here's the deal. Does he, is he, is he willing to have his explored? <sighs> That's what I'm asking for. I'm afraid of you his You want to be butt. pegged. I mean, I want her to put a couple but fingers in But I'm afraid of it because I'll tell you, it's oh. very hairy. It's very hot. I've, oh, I've man, grazed it. it sounds it. fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds fetid. It's like. I'm just not, but I'm not. But used don't you to understand that. that men are the ones with the button up there, right? Right. I've heard. Yes. God wouldn't have put it there if yeah. she didn't want us to press it. She, I like that. Right. See I how like woke you, I was. I love that. God knows woke. that, and she wants us. She wants them to. There's a reason for the gay male to have that up there. Right. Right. And the male and a gay. This is. What I, I do a routine about this. Yeah. And I'm going to be very blunt about this. This is stuff I've written. But I'm not yeah. like one of those. I'm just gonna. I'm not gonna pretend I just came up with it. <laughs> yeah. But it's like I always tell straight men, you know, like think of the ass as the moon. Okay. Right. Think of gay men as the Americans. Okay. Yes, we may have been the first there. Yeah. But it belongs to everyone. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so for a man, gay or straight, to deny himself the pleasure, thank you, of a clitoris embedded inside of his anus, <sighs> okay. is just 
an example of deep homophobia and maybe homophobia on your part. Thank oh you, God, Scott. Because women are absolutely capable of homophobia. Yes, and they I'm are. Gonna be, I'm going to go even further. Thank you. And this, I'm going to, I'm going to actually give a shout out to Tom here right now. Okay. I think the new homophobia is actually the main drivers are women. Really? It's a different kind. I think straight men are less afraid of us today than you are. What? I embrace. Yes. I love. Yes, but you're I afraid of our sexuality. Yes. You like our design ability. Okay. You like our you like our drag shows. What am I afraid but of? But you're afraid of the the fucking butt sex. Yeah. You're I'm afraid, afraid of butt sex. You're right. Right. And, and but I've talked to my gay man friends about it, and um, they're like, "Well, I don't really have that much butt sex. It's mostly oral." Well, that's that's then they're not doing it right. Okay. Yeah. Treat but them. how do I put my I put my fingers well, he, up his butt? Well, he, is that know, what I'm supposed to do? He could take care of things too. Like all I'm saying is, you know, he could give himself a little douche to make sure things are clean. Will you douche your butt? Sure, sure, sure. Will See? you shave yeah. your butt? Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course he would do that. Just like the gays. Yeah. And, and here's the thing. Uh, um, I'm afraid he, to get I, poop on my fingers. Well, you know what? It, it's sex. For God's sake, it's dirty sometimes. It's dirty sometimes. Jeez. And, yeah. and I, I think that you know, like if 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 you like, I I can help out. Um, if you want, <laughs> do you want to coach us? Look, at, gonna come I'm over? gonna. If you want, I, I'll do it. Okay. You okay. can you can direct because we need more women directors. Okay. Okay. That's, but, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We but do. but okay. I think that if tonight. If Tom doesn't get pegged by you, then this podcast has been a failure. Can, wow. we, can we at least start and with I'm a, a finger? I'm afraid. I'm honestly afraid. I'm afraid of poop on my fingers. I am. I'm not going to lie. I'm afraid of... Uh, look, he takes nasty dumps too, Scott. You don't well, know. Of course he does. Look at him. I know. <laughs> and that doesn't affect, That doesn't scare you when you see a bear. Are you into bears? Yes. Okay. Yes. And you're not I do. Tom's a very attractive man. You're, I know. You're you. both you're ve- you're a very attractive Thank couple. You. Thank you. You Thank really you. are. I appreciate Thank that. You. Very hot. Thank and you. it's people don't say that much anymore. No. But I'm just saying you're both hot. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank, and, Thank you. And I'm glad that you appreciate that. Because I'm do. afraid to tell people that they're hot anymore. Dude, do you know how nice that is? I know that like just chicks get it all the time. Yeah. But like when you're a guy, chicks. it's not yes. Yeah. yeah, women. People are always telling women that they're yeah. attractive. And your guy, you want to hear it too. But a man who's not homophobic doesn't mind. He doesn't care where it comes from. No, no, no. Right. And okay. I'm telling you, just how about just like the tip, like the finger. How tip. should I start? How should I start? Because well, I can't go from you know junior you, varsity to you, pegging. I can't. And you're not gonna. You're probably not I'm ready in, to rim. I'm sorry. You're not ready to rim. That's put my mouth on his yeah, butthole. Yeah. No. Oh, poor Tom. Poor no. Tom. I believe. Um, no, you know. <laughs> no, you. Maybe you're right. Maybe. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not afraid of gays, but I'm afraid of gay sex. See, there you go. There we go. But I'm not uh, afraid of gays. That says it. But no. But you but are I'm afraid of but, gay but, man but sex. But without gay sex, there are no gays. Interesting point. All we are are uh, queer eye for the straight guy, and that's what is that? But I don't that mind is if you guys gay do it. Man. But I don't mind if you guys do butt things and. But yeah. you deep down, you think you. I think you do. I'm afraid of it. I don't hate it. I'm. Fear is different than hate. Fear and hate are cousins. Why? But I fear. I'm. I'm more vulnerable. Well, I. I know, but okay. you're kind of denying him sexual agency. <sighs> okay. 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 So <laughs> you think I should put my mouth on his b hole? Oh God! Here's the thing. I was such a dirty boy. That's like, I did that before I even sucked cock. Can you believe? Are you it? serious? Whoa, really? My friends used to call me the Rimsis. <laughs> And I was deeply ashamed. That was that's ashamed. And then I now I look up in the world where I go, oh, apparently I was way ahead of the curve. Yes. You know. Gosh, um, you were you were varsity I already. Was, I really was. You went from because my belief with sex is I'm just like when I finally decide to come out, I'm like, well, 
even just being a garden variety cocksucker, I'm still a criminal. <laughs> I'm still a monster. Mm -hmm. So you right. might as well go for it. Right. Like as a gay man, if you don't explore, I do that other thing in my, my show where I talk about threesomes and, and this young gay guy tells me that he never had a threesome and I don't even know where to look. Because you're like, what do you, how do you even deal with that kind of business? <laughs> and I, I, I think I might have cried. Yeah. Because I'm like, you're 24, you've never had a threesome. What is wrong with you? Yeah. Like, are you really Wait, sure you're gay? How, how old were you for your first threesome? Oh, God. This is the thing. This is, I don't want you to make you feel too bad. Um, my first threesome, probably, I was certainly under 30, 27, 26. Were you, were you on television? But I didn't come out until I was 24. I had a threesome before TV. Oh, okay. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And there's the thing I say to this, this young gay guy. I was like, you never had a threesome? I hope you don't have any, do you have any straight male friends? He's like, yeah. I go, well, don't tell them that. Because that's yeah. just like rubbing salt in the wound. Can you imagine hearing from a guy that you can have threesomes whenever you want and Jesus you Christ. don't? Like that's Crazy. just, that's just rude. It is rude. Rude. Wait, what let's your talk. First threesome? No, I never, I'm a square. Can I tell you why I'm a square? In part because of the AIDS epidemic. And I went to college yep. at the University of San Francisco. Uh, oh God, yeah. Which is gay mecca. Yeah. And, it and she was, was there so, during like the party the, time the, too. Like the 90s, early 90s. Yeah. And so it was so rampant there. I was like, yeah. oh, I'm so afraid. I'm so afraid of fuck. Yeah. And yet straight people really had, your chances of getting were so Yeah, but I was dating dudes that were yeah. kind of playing both sides sometimes, I think. Oh, I think. That's I understandable. Theories. Tom wasn't though, was he? No, no. I met him. Have yeah. you ever had an encounter with a man, Tom? A gay a gay encounter? Yeah. No. Never? No, nothing. Nothing no, in I mean, high school? No, really. He's uh, handsome though, he should have. He is handsome. Yeah. I mean, you do have a lot of you, you do have a lot of um masculine energy. Oh, yeah, I, I mean so masculine. Yeah. That's yes. what I love. I yeah. Never well, it's kind of a dirt bag. Like he's got when his beard is fuller, he looks like a scumbag. It's very trim today. Yeah, it's too short. Yeah. He wow. had it cut yesterday. I had it cut yesterday. I, I was thinking that I would have been nice. If it was a little. It was no. yesterday. Wiry. Yesterday needs to it was be fuller. Kind of I like it when it looks like a bird's nest. Yeah, yeah that's how, that's me kinda too. How it that's kind of stinky. How it, looks. it smells like cheese or what I had for Jesus lunch. Christ. I like that. <laughs> now I have some professional questions. To oh yeah, ask comedy. Comedy. You you keep referring to. You guys said it would be like a a show about like. Poop and oh, we'll get peanut there. butter and farting and things. actually, we'll do you want to? Oh, you have a question? Well, we can get to this. I just wanted to. We want to do this clip first. Well, I had this thing. Oh yeah, it's actually so. This was a play off of. So Dr. Drew's show is done here. Yeah, she did episode one. I I was on episode two, and Dr. Drew referenced that he had talked to you about yes. what goes in the what goes in the talk to Christina about about butts. about what he when he's asked what's the biggest. Thing that should go up someone's butt right so i just wanted to play for you what was said and then you can weigh in on it oh you yeah? look so good in that Tom. thank you <laughs> thank you i think you're scott's type you are my type that's the reason uh, he is really? my type. Yeah, he's my blue type. eyes oh, bearded nice. the blue eyes I, I can do without really the else. bearded i like bears everything too. else all right but the diameter with the you know circumference should be of what goes up the the, the shitter Wait, what should what should go up there? Yeah, I don't wait. I don't understand the question. You're saying, what is? I the, said the okay sign. What's the diameter? Oh, of course? the big white supremacist. Thing. Yeah, yeah I know, oh, is right? that what that is? The white power. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, well, it's a healthy thing to go up. But I would think that most people could handle more than that. You know, could handle it, but may not be healthy. Double anal happens all the time. It does. Right? 
Does it? Double, yeah. Double anal. Double anal. Look at that. He didn't even <laughs> he, play. He, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah. yeah. Like a, no, he doesn't know. Ah! He didn't play this clip for Dr. He does Girl. not know what he's talking about. No. no. My God. I saw that there was a lady who had done um, a number of films and she had a prolapsed yeah. they called the rosebud like or something yeah, it fell out yeah. like a sleeve yes a sleeve right? and then she would um <laughs> she continued to work and in my world i just look at those videos and i think that's a surgery a big a surgery. big surgery so yeah. they've a all big... seen them <laughs> they've well, all seen them just like you got to go in and repair the whole setup down there it's a major surgery. so you should I mean, you shouldn't be doing double you anal. Sh should not be doing double anal. Should not be prolapsing. No, your you disagree, anus. Scott. Yeah, why don't you put that message out there more? I'm doing it now. That's why we're doing this show. How about your first shirt? That didn't come from double anal. You shouldn't double, be doing double that anal. That didn't come from. A, you mean DP? Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. You pretended to you pretended to be naive about it. I think it's called uh, double anal, and you knew it was called, a DP. I don't know what it's called. I'm just an innocent. Hey, it's just boy. A, it's a muscle. You can train your muscle. It's a muscle. Oh, so your sphincter can you, you can and it, it will go back. Just yeah. like you can train your tongue to go for a little dance around my backside. Yeah. Um, no, I I really believe because I I have another theory about anal sex. I I believe that it's actually. Um, one of the reasons that gay men have been so persecuted across mm. the planet for thousands of years. And I think, I think it's actually the original sin. Oh. I believe oh. that, the, um, that in, the, in the story of the Garden of Eden, that when they talk about um, the apple, they're referring to Eve's anus. Hmm. Because if you think about what the apple would have been like back then, it wouldn't have been like an apple today. It wouldn't have been cultivated. It would have been like a little crab apple. So my thing is, Adam was like, they were like, you know, walking around naked. Mm -hmm. and Eve was at the, uh, the river and she was bent over. And he's, she bent over and her little, you know, her little bum opened up a little bit. Mm -hmm. And he looked and he went, Whoa! and his snake, his penis went, you know, hard. And he fucked her in the ass and they're and they're like this is phenomenal yeah and we don't get pregnant which they didn't even really know about but i think what it did was it took god out of the equation and god realized oh these fuckers have found a way ah, around a loophole my prohibition against sex they found the loophole and mm. therefore he wanted to get the power back over adam and eve so and so the snake is the penis the apple is the anus that's right? so good i like wow. this. and it's the original sin like and this. so sodomy became the original like sin this. which got adam and eve kicked out of the garden of eden and therefore throughout history since that day i mean the christian world or judeo-christian world whatever god has made sodomy the ultimate sin because and that includes oral sex really it basically is sex without procreation right. and sex without procreation allows you to not have you can have fun mm -hmm. and you don't have god or the natural world whatever you want to yeah. say as the stand-in for god involved and so that's why i think the male homosexual has been the most persecuted creature on the planet wow in every racial ethnic subgroup yeah, i've never thought of it like this but now the greeks were uh, butt fucking were they not yes they they, they were they, they were butt fucking but they had a very different way of butt fucking really it wasn't yeah. like you couldn't be an open homosexual and live as a gay man hmm. the way that the greeks and the romans did male homosexuality was it would be an older man and a younger man and it was considered to be a kind of a relationship that would last for a certain amount of time until the boy kind of came of age 
It's a very uh, different times. Yeah. We can't judge them from our times today, even though that's what everybody wants to do. Yeah. And then the boy was expected to move on from that to a woman. So uh, even no one, oh, so no like one, a training camp yeah, like I mean, maybe badge. Plato or Aristotle lived openly as gay men, but I don't think so. And even that male, the older male, and it was always an older male and a younger male. Damn. And the older male was supposed to teach that boy mm -hmm. Here's how to life. Do Interesting. Yeah. And then once that boy was of age, then he was expected to, as they say in the Bible, cleave to a woman. Right, marriage. Damn. And then That's a wild babies. introduction, though. Have some old guy just dump his clip in you, and then he's like, now go do it to well, a girl. I mean, I would, he wouldn't have to be that old. Right. He could be I handsome. Guess, yeah. Handsome. I'm picturing like a like a really old guy. I no, guess. I'm picturing a, <laughs> no, I'm picturing a... I'm picturing a... I'm picturing like a, a nasty like picture like Santa Claus. Uh, I'm picturing a 42 year old okay. Clive Owen. That's oh, what that's I'm picturing. Cool. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. That's, I'm into that. And, and the and the boy I'm picturing is like a maybe a Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh Jesus! You know when I mean? he was like Titanic. When he's like 15. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. It's a good scene. Yeah, the Gilbert Grape era. Gilbert Grape era. Yeah. Yeah. Skinny face. How high up on the list is Clive for you? Clive's that's a man. Way up there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's way up there yeah. that's a man yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a real man yeah i think clive Owen. There's, i think yeah he's how he's, about the uh the what's the guy's name leave live schreiber you like that guy i do that's a, he, what's this, what's that show called well on I, showtime i don't right? know but his brother is pablo schneider and i did work with I him on american gods he's also a very handsome oh okay. uh, masculine man you know but what? i do like i like you, know what I you love? like a masculine. i love a weary man weary wait her weary. favorite yeah this this guy scumbag I like. Um, oh, you'd like, yeah. He's, I like him. He's kind of dirty looking. You like the, they call, show scruffy, called? dirty. Oh, and there's Ricky Ricky Whittle from um, American Gods. He's oh a yeah, Ray Donovan. Beauty. Ray Donovan. Yeah. What about um, Benicio del that's, Toro? That's, she loves Benicio. Oh, I think he's hot as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. dirty, yeah. smelly. Yes, I like that. Yes. Yes. Vincent Gallo. I love it. Weird, Vin weird. Yeah, he's a little too skinny for he's me. Too skinny. Yeah. Idris Elba to me is a man. Oh, oh, that's yes, a yeah. man. Yeah. Like that's, uh, yeah, he could do anything to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anything, anything. I love it. Are you yeah. seeing anybody now? No. Okay, no. you're free. No, I'm, I'm free, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. putting it out there. I'm putting it out there, yeah. Thank you. Okay, now back to my technical question. Oh, you were, yeah. You were referencing your show earlier. Yes. And I just want to say my one of my favorite lines that stuck in my head since i was 15 is when my friend opal asked me to coach her <laughs> lesbian softball team while she was away fighting in the gulf i said sure she was a sailor <laughs> right <laughs> yeah yes yeah that's a good one now who's that who's that who that's buddy cole that's buddy cole. yeah that's buddy cole now buddy cole is that was what you're doing now, right? Yeah, buddy you're Cole. Back buddy. You know, like here's the thing: when I was young, if I was a young gay man today, I'd probably be, I would have gone right into stand-up comedy. I wanted to be a stand-up, uh, but it wasn't. And I've seen you do stand-up in San Francisco at the Punchline when I was in college. Oh, yeah. You were my first stand-up comedy oh my, show. Whoa, really? <laughs> yes, I never told you this. And I saw you because I recognized you from Kids in the Hall, oh, and Lord. I was in college. And I thought, oh, you can do that. You can be in sketch comedy and then become a stand-up. And you totally, again, blew my mind but and I opened was my terrible mind. Terrible. No, back you were then. not I terrible. I was so raw. Yeah, but that was it was fun to watch. No, but you were oh. amazing. That's well, you telling. That's you saying. I think that's I, not what those no. days I, I was, I'm mortified by the way I was. No, you were fantastic, and you blew my mind, and you inspired me. And then, well, I would have I loved did. to have been a stand. -up. I, I, I'm a, I became a stand-up the last 15 years. I decided to really concentrate on and to get good at it 
and I love it. But back then, I, I would have. I In fact, I in the mid-80s, when I was meeting the kids in the hall, like 85, 86, I started doing stand-up, but it was so awful. <laughs> like the atmosphere from the other comedians, from yeah. the audience was so terrible. I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. And so I created Buddy Cole, I think, in a way. I, that's what I'm trying to get at. Is that I think Buddy Cole was in many ways... He's a character, but he was also my stand-up voice oh, in a time when I couldn't be that kind of a stand-up. And now Buddy was based on... He was based on a real... A lover. Yes, he was. He was based on a real lover um, who died very, very quickly. He was mm -hmm. taken... I, I met him. We had a, an affair. And I'll never forget it. Um, and he was a very effeminate man. And, I was, and he was uh, really effeminate. Uh, effeminate and I found him attractive and I was like well, I don't usually like guys like that but he, he his femininity was like weaponized like he was an alpha queen is what uh -huh. I would say oh right wonderful and so I just found him incredibly attractive and then I'll never forget it because he died so quickly I'm not going to say his name but he, he died very very quickly and I actually remember the night we were together and I really look back on it and I think it was the night that he transitioned or transformed when I could he was he had a fever and you know what I mean we didn't have sex or anything and he was just a mess and he was a he was quite promiscuous and I really believe looking back on it that that was the night that the virus took him mm. and I look at it I'm so lucky I was so close to the fire so many times but I was one of those gay guys that I started having safe sex immediately really I I was like I'm going to survive this and so even if I have to wear a condom the rest of my life, I will. But I start after he died, he, and he, he dumped me in a very ugly way. Uh, and then he died. And then he died. I mean, he, I literally knew him for less than a year. He, you know, he, he, he just blazed and then he died. Mm. So many of them did. And uh, I started imitating him with my friend Paul Bellini. Because Paul Bellini had um, a video camera at the very beginning of the video, uh, home video revolution. And I just started imitating that voice. And, um, and that was where he was born. Yeah. Yeah. And Buddy Cole, by today's standards, I think even back in the early 90s standards, was very shocking. Oh, he was shocking. Oh, people were furious at him. Straight people were sh just shocked by him. And gay people <laughs> hated him because they felt that I was doing a stereotype. Right. Which I was. Which that's the whole point, that's isn't the point. it? And, that, yeah. and I think a lot of gay men were very much in denial about the way they really were. But like an informed stereotype yeah. is hilarious. Yeah. That's yes. what people... And he's you know. smart. Like he's smarter than anyone. <laughs> yeah. He's smarter than any of my characters. He's enlightened. He's an enlightened guy. He really actually. is. He doesn't care. He does not care about what, which way the wind is blowing, right, in his time. All he cares about is the truth. Right. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't... And he knows... He's quite often... He's quite often spitting into the wind, and that's where I'm at today, actually. So you're taking you're taking Buddy on stage. I've time. taken yeah. yeah. The last year and a half, I've started developing a brand new Buddy Cole show, and it's been going fantastic. That's great. He it feels like he's needed a game. I agree. And he even with the stand up, which I I just love doing it, but I felt like he can take this ball now and run with it. Yeah. And you can't really. Even the young SJWs who find everything offensive, yeah. they, they, they have to listen to him. Right. He can get away with some He's shit. a war vet. Yeah. He's got one leg. He's got PTSD. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's shell-shocked. He doesn't give a fuck. 
and those youngsters are going to listen. Yes. Because he's been around, and I've been around long enough to, to know that uh, life is cyclical and things come and go. And, and every time we think we've solved something, we really haven't. We've just, we've just fucked it up in a different way. Yeah, I agree. Kind of this SJW culture now is a remix of the 90s Very. of when we did, we started political correctness yes. when we started using words like European American, yes. African American. Yes. And um, there weren't retarded people, retarded people. Hey. And, um, I don't know, but you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. It, this, we just renamed the late the 80s, shit. early 90s is yeah. exactly like this time. I also feel like that was a time when there was enormous social and cultural change. You had you had the AIDS epidemic. You had the collapse of the Berlin Wall, right? The end yes. of the yes. Soviet we Union. Just about that. You had Tiananmen yes. Square. You had massive, massive changes. And today we're in a very similar time. And um, I think we're going. We're. I think the bubble's about to pop. Great. And, and I'd like to be one of the people. You're that gonna be it. because yeah, Buddy, Buddy does not Cole, give a fuck. It's needed right now. It is yeah. needed yeah. because the truth is, it's like I'm doing it out of love and I'm doing it out of knowledge, and I'm not doing it just to be an asshole. Which is a big, by the way, is a big part of why it'll work. I think so. People, audiences always sense intent. Always. They do. They, they really know. They they yeah. know. They're they're animals. They they subconsciously. Yeah, they do. There must be an organ that they we don't haven't found yet. That's right. But they know because people say to me after my show, "How do you get away with that? That is an appalling show." Yeah. I, I, because I think they understand the intent. They of course. Do. Well, and you and I discussed this a, a minute before we started rolling. I feel like gay men and women. Because we're marginalized, right. there's a certain, you get away with murder yes. in a way. You get to say shit that this guy over here is going to get into a lot of trouble. That's right. <laughs> and, that, and I don't think, honestly, that's fair. Because no, I think I don't think that's fair. it's your advantage and you it may is as an well advantage use it. And, I, and I will use it. Yeah, but I don't celebrate think it. But I don't think it's ultimately fair because yeah. it reminds me of the way it was for me before. Right. When I couldn't right. say those things. And so I don't like it. But I understand it. But I don't really like it. Yeah. No. But also, I think like I do a whole routine in the show where Buddy takes on the Me Too movement, and there's no way a straight man could say what I say. <laughs> no. That's and great. women, they know that I'm talking to them one on one, as like going, "Ladies, what the fuck are you doing? It's going too far." And I think women understand that when I say it, I'm not. I I'm talking to them as an equal, like going, right. "I know." when you're being an asshole. And so I think that the asshole behavior of women right now, I'm calling them on it. And only a gay man could do that. Of course. Yeah, totally. And, 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 of course. and I really do. I'm doing it out of love and I'm doing it out of, I think I see women in a different way than straight men do because I'm not after pussy. Yeah, you know, you're, to be you're blunt. free. And I understand males. Males, we everything's about sex. Yes. So I don't have to flatter women so that their legs remain open. Right. right. You don't and care if they I don't impressed. care if yeah. they tie their legs off to me. Yeah. <laughs> and st all straight men do. So they're pulling their punches with you. That's what I'm yeah. believing. I they're, think you're right. They're lying to you. Oh. And I'm saying to them, they're lying. You know what the worst is, though? What? What's that? The, uh, the straight 
uh, full of shit advocate. The guy who's like, I'm your ally. The male feminist. Sickening. The bullshit. And the fact that you can't see through them. Oh, no, yes. I see through you, them. Sweet. But a lot, lot of women lot of chicks cannot. Don't. It's in my act. I talk yeah. a lot of shit Good. about the fake male. They are dumb broads. Feminist. They are pathetic. <laughs> yeah. Women are stupid. The ones online that are constantly like virtue signaling oh, and wearing please. their pussy hats. And, and their fucking thumb rings. And Those I'm guys like, are dangerous. They're, they're dangerous. They're, they're very dangerous. Yeah. And they're, you know what? They're not hot. No, they're not hot. It's not masculine. It's not masculine. But see, I like lesbians for the same reason because they're not seeking male approval. No, no. And I fucking love no, it because they're, they're yeah, just like, true. fuck you. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. do Women this. are stupid. There you yeah. go. Yep. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's really nice. So Buddy Cole is doing his show where yeah. at the Lyric, you said. Lyric Hyperion every Tuesday. Oh, shit. Every uh, Tuesday. So that we should yes, come see you should. it. Yeah. I, I did um, the preview two nights ago went great. But starting April 2nd, it'll be every Tuesday for six weeks. Oh, we're going to go. We're, we're going to Lyric sure. at 8 o'clock, Lyric Hyperion. Great. It's a residency, which is exciting oh, for me. Oh, that's very nice. cool. So I'm developing this show, and I'm trying to get a, I'm trying to get a special for him. That would be fantastic. That's and awesome. I really, the last 20 minutes are just a barn burner. I, buddy <laughs> just goes after, uh, you know, woke culture, me oh, too, awesome. um, gay marriage. What's he just that great line you all down. about woke? Well, the the, the last piece is called "Woke Me When It's Over." <laughs> exactly, that's a great line because it's just like enough. But can I can I tell you that I want to call you out for earlier. <laughs> you use the R one. Thank Go you. Ahead. Go ahead. Well, that's why we play drops like that. I, I think that the majority of people are sick of it too. they are and they, they yeah. really are but you can't say it you can't really. say it. Most people can't. It's no, but, no, but buddy can. Buddy, but buddy can. can. I can. That's why know, that's. I, I, you know, and the white ones too. Like they're pathetic. The white woke people are the most <laughs> pathetic, yes, right? Agree. Because they don't they, they think that they're protecting everybody. Well, you said uh, they're not. Yeah. Well, that's that's actually the arrogance it of it's, of that. It's, it's a new form of racism. It really is. Uh, yeah. It's um. I've you know over the years done all types of jokes and plenty of uh, that are involving race. Yeah. Man, of the hundred times uh, someone talked to me about it, ninety eight were white, usually women. 99, and, I would say 99 for me. Yeah. White and, women. And, white and straight here's women? the thing. Straight. Uh, like even the during shows, yeah. and the grossest thing would be, you do this joke, you know, it goes over great. And then like, you'll hear like, I don't know, something, you're like, what was that? And then it's this white person going, you know, you should apologize to him. Like, what? Yeah. And and then they're they're telling yeah. somebody in the audience how they should yeah. like like yeah. that person doesn't understand their own someone feelings. who's not white probably. Yeah. yeah. Someone who's not yeah. white is like uh <laughs> now I'm cool with it. I'm and, cool. Yeah. And then the person's like, you know, feel like it basically I'm I'm going to rescue this person of color right. I who's know. incapable <laughs> of feeling offended themselves. I know. I know. It's really embarrassing. Well, which the irony is if you've done those rooms, you've done a, I've done black rooms, Latino rooms, yeah. whatever, AA rooms. They can take a joke. Oh, of course, yeah. like, yes. And best. they laugh the yeah. hardest. That's right. And, and actually, they've done studies, which the, the hard left doesn't want to look at, which is that it's actually people that are non-white that are most sick of political correctness. Oh, I bet. Yeah. So it's just nonsense. It really is. And every time I do like race, and I, love, I do tons of race material. Yeah. But it's like they, you watch the white ones that are uptight and they won't laugh until someone who's not white laughs. Yeah. Which gives them permission. Like what Kevin and <laughs> Kevin McDonald and I did a tour years ago called Two Kids, One Hall where we both toured and did stand up. And I had a, I had a, it was in San Francisco. 
And and it was oh San Francisco, Seattle, and Portland are the worst. <laughs> I know like the worst. And I remember we I did this. I have this joke. I talk about cancer. Not our crowds though. Yeah, I, I, and I'm, I'm a cancer okay. survivor, and I talk about losing my hair, and I did this whole routine about you see a. a I do this routine about hair, about black hair, white hair, right? And and, and how white hair is better, but black <laughs> skin is better, right? And I'm going, it's just a trade-off. Yeah. And I was going, and I and I praise all the colors of white hair and all the textures. And people are like, and, and black women fucking love it. And then I go, um, well, you know, you see, ever see a, you know, a, a black woman that's bald, you're like fierce. White woman, cancer. <laughs> and a woman, a white woman, took her shoe off and <gasps> threw it at my head. Whoa. Threw it at my head. Always. I remember one time we were in Portland and Kevin was doing the same Portland show. Goes the same hard. joke. Another white woman jumped up and started screaming at me. Oh, man. Yeah. They had to take her out. They had to escort her out. Oh, but boy. the black security guard had to escort her out. You, can, you should come to one of my shows. Baby. Really? <laughs> yeah. I just oh, find God. that hilarious it's hilarious like because i love talking about race yeah i mean it's one of the most interesting things it's so interesting and it's kind of taken off the table now for stand-up it's considered that is the it's so taboo right now yeah, it's so me. difficult not well, for, buddy buddy not doesn't for, give a fuck buddy doesn't give a fuck yeah he can talk it's about. it's sometimes i'm up there going oh my god i must be the the freest white man in their 50s in the world Must doing good. comedy yes, you are you know um, and it's thing, a thrill so we have uh we always have you know we play clips on the show a lot but there's all there's always there's the vault of classics and this is like one of the cla all-time classics and it's just i just wa watching you watch it <laughs> okay. is something we i've never seen this yeah well, even better yeah. so this this is obviously uh, aired uh, in the, on the new, and I'll tell you the follow up of what happened. But I'll just okay. just set it up and um, let's let ahead you and, let you and, sink in, yeah, marinate you. in it. So I'm your mom, and you're my son, and I am falling in love oh. with him. <laughs> he said, "Are you really?" I oh. said, "Yes, I am." He said, "You know what? I was scared to let you know too. I am too." We're both consenting adults. If if uh, it comes down to it, you know, it's just like the gays. They're, they're <laughs> no. you know, as long as they're over eighteen, everything's fine. No. <laughs> What? What are you saying? It's not like the gays? <laughs> oh, that's so sad. And they both it's have like, like the teardrop gays. tattoos. Yeah. yeah. So they both killed people. They, on their own. Yeah. A, on their own. And they got, and they got reunited. <laughs> that's tragic. And, uh, I asked him, will you ever date your mom? And he said, will you date your son? I said, honest truth, yes, I would. Because 19 years, you're the best thing that ever happened to me. And I really want to be with you the rest of my life. There you go. And uh, so Did, what happened after this? This aired, and um, then they got arrested. Actually, good, they got arrested. Yeah. And what happened? <laughs> uh, I I don't I think they had some type of like plea deal, but um, well, she should be she she's well, you know, we actually that's a criminal. We, she's we, a criminal. We we, we 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 asked around a lot about, it, and I think even Drew uh, weighed in on this uh, first time we showed it to him was that it's not uncommon for family members who are separated for a long time. Oh, yes, time I've heard of that, To yes. be, when they're reunited, have sexual feelings uh, for each other. That have makes sense. Siblings, yeah. and that's very... Uh. Were, were they separated? <laughs> yes, yes, so he didn't, she didn't see him for, uh. like, basically 18 years or something. Okay. And then, and then you know, it's, what happened, he said, is that there's some theory about, you know, the wiring in your head about, like, how to process the emotions of um, reuniting. Sometimes right. just, you know, they get 
crossed. Well, and plus if she hasn't been maternal towards her own son for right. 18 years, she probably doesn't know how to be a mom. Yeah, that's that, that's Maybe probably that's, it. So it turns sexual. I don't know. Oh, that, that's so sad. I know. And it, it is just like the gays. I mean, how about, yeah, it's just like the gays. It is like uh, the gays, yeah. though. It's <laughs> a good question is, you know. Ask them, will you ever date your mom? Would you ever date your mom? My mom? Yeah. <laughs> well. It would be easy because she's in. She's got Alzheimer's, so she would be so easy. That's <laughs> one of my favorites. And you know what's funny? My mom doesn't have any idea who I am when I visit her, oh. and she comes on to me all the time. Does she really? Really? Yeah. That she flirts I mean, with now you? She, mm, yeah, she flirts with me. Now, actually, that's gone now. She can barely communicate now, oh. but there was a period when she would be like, every time I would see her, she'd be like, oh, and who are you? And I'd be like, I'm your son. And she said to me one time, Oh, don't be ridiculous. I'm too young to have a son your age. <laughs> and, wow. I, and I go, well, sorry, old lady. Um, <laughs> I'm actually... I always wondered, like, how... She, she put her hand on my knee. Really? Mm-hmm. And how, <sighs> like, um, in those situations with, I'm saying, with somebody with Alzheimer's and their minds going, do you, depending on what they say, sometimes roll with it? And then You some, do. And sometimes, though, you got to go like, no, 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 like, that's not the case. I'm your son. I, I roll with it up until... Yeah, until Up until like intercourse. Until, until, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I definitely I take the diaper off and all the rest of it. Uh, I, I, I stop at full fledged yeah, 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 yeah. you know. But she, um, uh, you know, they tell you to just play along with everything, right. it, it, you know, within reason. You know, you have had a pretty eventful life. I have. I've had a very Jesus eventful Christ. life. Jesus yeah, Christ! I mean, I have. Yeah, I've only probably I only know of the the tip, but. First of all, I just I have to ask you this question because yes. I heard an interview you did a while back, and you you went on uh, this like Canadian exchange program I when you were a teenager. I lived in the Philippines. <laughs> yeah, but not the good Philippines. Like, no God, no, 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 no. I was adopted <laughs> by a family. It was, uh, it was amazing. How did this happen? And tell us the story. I'm well, dying you know, to know more. They have a program in Canada called Canada World Youth. And it's sort of, I don't know if they do it anymore. I don't think they do because I don't think parents would allow this to happen to their children anymore. <laughs> they wouldn't give their kids to the government for a year and say, take them to a, a godforsaken third world country and <laughs> dump them with did. a family in the middle of a jungle and we'll see them in a year. Yeah, and how old were you when? 18. Oh, I'd never been out of my, I'd never left the country. I'd never been on a plane. I'd never, never plane. I'd never seen an ocean. I'd never, I didn't know anybody that wasn't white. I didn't know anything. And then the next thing I know, I'm living in a village in the <laughs> northern Philippines. In a village. family of 14, 12 children in a cinder block home with no electricity, no running water. Cute little Scott. Shitting in a hole. <laughs> really? Working in a rice field with a water buffalo Did- in the middle <laughs> of a in the middle of a civil war. What? The Wait. best year of my <laughs> life. Are you being serious? Absolutely. It changed my entire life. Did your parents know what you were getting No. Into? I mean, I think there were this is a, these are different parents than today. But did they think you were going to live with Uncle Tata and they everything thought was I, fine? They, Tata, yeah. yeah. They thought I would probably be in like a, a middle class home yeah. in, in Manila or yeah. something. No. And and they they had if they knew, oh my God, the things that we saw. It, it it blew my mind. It changed me irrevocably, and, yeah, and, and in many it. ways for the good. Because for one thing is, as a young person, like a young white person from a first world country, from a middle class community, suddenly I was thrust into this world where I really 
took it inside of me that oh my god people are the same not right. not me seeing it on paper but feeling it viscerally mm-hmm. like oh my god they really are the same we really do want the same everyone. things yeah. everyone and wow what an unfair world we live in and so for that it in many ways it burned off any kind of like white guilt i had or any of that thing it just it changed everything because i went this family took me in they they adopted me pretty much and I didn't. They didn't speak English. I didn't know what. Wait, was so what's going the exchange? Does does one of their it's, family come to you? No. Just no. throw a Canadian in. You spend half the year with one of them as uh-huh. a counterpart in a part of the country you're not from, right? So the first part is they throw you in. So I went to Northern Alberta, and I was adopted. Me and Joji Gairanad, we were uh, uh, partnered, and we worked in a newspaper as cub reporters in a northern Toronto, northern Ontario, northern Albertan newspaper. And um, I lived, we lived with a farm family and they, they took us in and their idea, they, they, and part of the country you're not from, so you learn about your country. And then you go there and you're partnered with another Filipino in another part of their country. And so it's like half the year in your country, half the year in their country. And there's, it's not like the Peace Corps because that you don't do anything, like you work, but you're not like, there's no illusions that you're, you're helping them. Well, that's what I was going to say. Were you like slave labor for them? Well, like it, you it's, cook it's, and it's clean. A very, and... It's a very 60s kind of a thing. It's a very Canadian kind of a thing. The actual reason for it is just to foster awareness between the first world and the third world. That's it. It was just to allow Canadians to understand, because in Canada, we have a very different way of looking at the world. We are deeply pro-immigrant. We we understand that we are the second people to arrive, that we have, right, that most of us are immigrants. We've, we've, we we have, I think, a, a different relationship with the native people. Definitely. Definitely. Than you do. So they basically the idea was just to foster awareness. That's it. To basically under it's just to build understanding between races, between um, countries, between poor. But it really had an effect on you. It changed me. It it changed all my work. It gave me the courage to tell my parents that I was going to be a comedian. Oh wow! It changed. It it made me un. uh, It made me kind of look at people who weren't my race and just go. It's just paint yeah yes. like i don't really see race as an uncrossable barrier i don't see gender i think all of them are just silly fences yeah, we're, well, just, we're just meat 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 and cheese we're just most, different meat vessels yes most importantly <clears throat> there's your six months in this village yes what about the fucking man well no yeah. here's the thing no i did not have sex at really? all oh, no dear. no and, and here's the thing but it was my first experience to homosexuality was there it was and, your first and, in yes. the philippines it, and, and it was but it was in a very very culturally different way mm-hmm. um they have a thing called the bakla which are and it's very much like in india has that with the and the it's basically the third sex all oh, right yeah. and, and and so basically so if, the what they call it the third sex Oh. Like uh, people with both, like bird ash, which is a Native American uh-huh. way of describing homosexuals, which is what I really do believe we are. I, I I don't get lost in any of this modern talk about gender. I don't. I find it all kind of nonsense. But they had a thing in 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 the um, village where I lived. You know, homosexuality was very very bad. But if you were a man and you wanted to live as a woman, mm. you could be accepted. 
Oh. But you could not live as a man. Hmm. So every village in this in the country, and I lived in the rural parts of the Philippines, they would ha- have these. They would have men who would dress as women. Mm-hmm. They weren't considered women. They weren't. They were. They were called baklas, hmm. and they were openly homosexual men. But they had to behave like in a, a woman, stereotypically female way. Hmm. Like if you were a male and you walked around like a male and you had sex with males, you were garbage and you right. would be routed out of the village. But so that was my first experience. But you to pretend the, to be a lady. But if you pretend to be a lady, then they're like, you'd okay. be accepted. And that's quite common in, in many parts of the world. And so I don't, yes. I don't really like it. Yeah. But, you know, but it, I'm sure it's changed now drastically. But no, I was in love with a soldier in the, the country was in military rule. Mm-hmm. But I was in love with a soldier in, oh. who, who manned the barrier between the town and the villages. And um, nothing ever happened. But we, I would get drunk with him in his guard post until the village <laughs> took me aside and said, You're, you can't be fraternizing with him anymore. Because the town, they picked up on it. Well, no, it wasn't the homosexual oh. thing. Oh. It's because he was a representative of the, of the military. Oh, okay. And, the, and, and I discovered that my family were actually rebels. Oh. And that they were involved with the New People's Army. Oh, so it was political. It was political. Jesus wow. Christ. So that they life. told me that I could, not, I could not fraternize with him anymore because it was people were talking and there was lots of things happening like there was one sounds heavy actually there was some heavy things like one time when i was there like if my parents knew oh my god there was a village near mine and the the new people's army they were called the npa they were gorillas in the in the jungle and they would come out of the jungle and they would (laughs) kill people they killed the mayor from the next town over and they put his head on a spike outside the town these sorts of things happened. Damn. I get, you wouldn't be... Kids to, parents today no. won't even let their kids walk to school. No. So, but I was very blessed to be one of the last free-ranging children. Yes, uh, yes. And I really hope yes. the kids today rebel. I really think they need uh, to rebel. So. They need to rebel. They've got to shake off the yokes of these clingy parents. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully and come up with some cool music. Cool yeah, fashion. I hope so. Cause where's the rebellion? Yeah, I agree. There's no subculture that's you're, like you're too friendly with them. Yeah. Yes. Okay, kids in the hall chat. Yeah. I have to do it. What's your uh, pronoun? What's your pronoun? My favorite sketch was running faggot. Oh, it's a good one. It's a great one. Yeah. And I didn't write it. Bruce wrote it. Yeah. So let's talk about the yeah. origins for those of you who hadn't seen it. Uh, could you describe running faggot? Running faggot is basically <laughs> it's um. Two guys, Mark and Bruce, playing. Oh, there it is. They sing a song like a kind of a Daniel Boone. It's inspired by Daniel Boone. The Daniel Boone was a man <laughs> with a big it's man. A song about a great folk hero. And, and that sort of thing. Running free, yeah. <laughs> running <Aww>. free, <laughs> running faggot. There he is. Running free, see the faggot, see the running faggot, running faggot, running free. I think it's a Bruce told came to me with it. I remember it was when the kids in the hall had been separated by Lorne Michaels. This was written and he thought he could take Mark and Bruce and turn them into SNL members, but it didn't work. Mm. 
And so I remember I was visiting Bruce and Mark when they were on SNL. Because when Lauren brought us to brought them to New York, the originally the first two, they were brought like illegally. Oh. oh. And he, he paid them like a like a money under the table. Really? And it didn't work out. But then when he brought all five of us, he did the same thing to us. But Bruce had this idea, which I think they rejected. Obviously, they rejected it Saturday Night Live. And yeah. it, it was kind of an homage to me. I think he was kind of honoring me. And um, he said, I have this idea about a folk song. And you're, the, you're like a kind of a Western cowboy kind of hero. And you're like Daniel Boone. And it's called Running Faggot. And I was like, <laughs> well, that sounds funny. I, I, I'll be honest. I, I, at first I was like, what? I didn't quite get it. Yeah. He just told me, I want you to be like, we're gonna, I'm going to write this song about it. And it's just, you're just solving problems by being yourself. Right. And he wrote it, and I thought it was really well, great. Well, because yeah. the character solves all the world's problems. Yes, like, hey, what should we do? Uh, these guys over here, I want, we're in a war. Should I go f- shoot them? And you're like, or you could go talk to talk them. Talk to the Indians. Talk yeah. to the Indians, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, thank um, you. Should I just kill them all? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and people, you know, I think when we first did it, it was fascinating because when we were first started doing it, this is definitely, that's from our vault. Like, that was stuff before television. And when we would do it, quite often guys would come up to us and go ah we really liked it when you suck it to the faggots and oh. we would say no no actually we're actually He's not the hero yeah. and then they would go actually i'm gay and they're like come on <laughs> no fucking way i'm going no i actually really am it's actually honoring me and they're like ah, we, I don't, it didn't they didn't under it didn't really compute yeah but remember a very different world like in the 80s the idea of paying homage to a gay man was not even, yeah. Not a, not on the table in any way. It hadn't even been. It wasn't even. No. It was a bill that hadn't even been introduced yet. <laughs> right. So They're basically like, you're lucky we don't kill you. You know. Yeah. Like what? Like we hate. Yeah. I mean, hom- homosexuality was. It was open comedy. Uh, gay men in comedy were literally. It was open season. Yeah. Oh my God, Eddie, you watch those Eddie Murphy specials. Yeah. They're shocking. Yeah. Well, the first 10 minutes of Raw and Delirious are literally fag, fag, fag before he even tells jokes. I know. I remember um, we were crazy. talking about this once about how, you know, the world's really changed with regard to that in the last. I mean, I would say I started stand up, I've been doing stand up 17 years. And I remember early on, even like for the first of those, of these last 17 years, for the first seven, eight for sure, you could even just imply that someone was gay that's right and that'd be hilarious That's like they would they would be like uh like if there were two guys they'd be like what are you guys together everybody would laugh yeah the crowd and then now if you go like are you guys together everyone's like maybe they are together you know it's a total like shift absolutely and if you would you would uh if you could you could just you know say it's like it would they're hack jokes but like somebody would say something's just about not like that's gay like that's lame but if somebody was just like and then a guy came in and looked at, well, you know, it's like something about like a man just being gay. That was the punchline. There was no need for any jokes. Yeah, yeah. Like I remember when I, when I first, when I was very young and I, I did go to uh, about four or five open mics at Yuck Yucks in Toronto mm-hmm. when I thought I could actually be a stand-up comic. And I wasn't even out, but they could tell. And when the comedians would introduce me, the, and, I, and some of them you might know, but I'm not going to, I'm not punitive right now. I'm not in that phase <laughs> right now. I'm waiting. I have a. I have so many. You have a good list. I have such a. I have areas list. I you love know? It. Do you watch Game of Thrones? I got a list in my pocket yeah. of people that have wronged me. Oh. That if they do something, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm, I'm an, I'm a, I'm a gentleman. 
I, I'm an empathetic man. I'm a man full of forgiveness. But don't fuck with me because yeah. I know what you did. Oh, yeah. But they would do things like they would wipe the mic and go, I don't want to get AIDS. Oh. That's how I was introduced. Wow. Wait, introduced? Brutal. After, no, after, uh, extra, oh. after I'd come on. So, and they would do that they'd on go, stage? we got to wipe the AIDS germs off. Wow. Damn. And then I would be called faggot. I mean, every time I went up, I was called a faggot. Wow. And then the fourth time, I, I lost it. I jumped into the audience and I got into a fight and that was the end of me. And I'd already met the kids in the hall then and I'm like, okay, this is, this is okay. But they would do a thing and what you're saying is exactly true. If a guy went to the washroom during your set, all you had to do when he came, he's getting a blowjob and that would be hilarious. Or there were two names they would call men, Lance or Bruce. Bruce, yeah. All right. Bruce. Hi, Bruce. Hey, what? Bruce. Hey, yeah. Bruce. Yeah. You just say Bruce with Bruce a lift, is, yeah. and that would be hilarious. Yeah. And if a male, two males were together, all you had to do was imply they were gay, and that was it, and every comedian would pick on them. Oh, I that's will, literally I will, what it was like. I will say Bruce is a pretty good gay guy. It's name. pretty it gay. Is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is. But you know what was great about you is that you made it cool. To I be, wanted to. That's why I said. cool. You could have uh, just been just broken by that type of abuse. Yeah. I could have. And I could have yeah. and I could have been really lame and just asked for tolerance, which is so unattractive. Oh, it's so yeah, boring, it's right? Boring. Who wants tolerance? I'm no. like, no, no, I want people to go, that guy's cool. Right. Yeah. That was my goal. I went, no, no, I don't want to be tolerated. That's yeah. so unsexy. But the funny thing is yeah. like fast forward all these years and like now that's what everyone's like is this a, is this a space for all of us to play? Is Everyone's safe space, guys. It's embarrassing now. <laughs> There's so many people. It kills that, comedy. It's it, not funny. It does kill comedy. It's not yeah. funny. No, it's not funny. But there is inclusion. No such thing as a safe this space. whole diversity madness is is come on. It's getting it's crazy. We just yeah. you know we went through this whole pilot thing this past year. Oh yeah, the third time or whatever. And like, it's funny now. It's like at the pitch. Like they're like, we love this idea. Let's talk about how inclusive this is going to be like it's it's, it's immediate you got to be like that there's an indian guy and he's there all the time it's it's not so helping weird. yeah i know it's not helping and it's embarrassing and i'm i'm actually embarrassed for people yeah because i find it sickening and patronizing it is kind of it's very yeah. sickening and like is your writer's room diverse no it's hilarious yeah <laughs> yeah that should be the, the, the main It's hilarious reason. and there's nine Jewish white guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, and, and I honestly think we're going to eventually, I, and I think anybody from a minority is feel, I feel patronized by it. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Well, who was in here and we were talking about, I should be, if I'm offended when guys make jokes against women or something and they, remember who the fuck was it? And they're like, but you're a comedian before you're a woman. That's right. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. I Someone am. can make a joke about, like we play that drop, stupid broad, women yeah, are stupid. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. It's funny. It's yeah. stupid. Because it's true that you are a comedian. Because <laughs> I am stupid. And women are stupid. Oh, and women are stupid. I, I am. Yeah. I'm but, the same uh, too. I'm a comedian. <laughs> That's a gay guy having sex no that's a it really from is. the buddy cole show that's yeah. no that's mac S mac SF. oh mac do you know who mac sf is okay he's a big bear no, he's a fucking Jack. diesel dude yeah is he yeah, yeah. He's fucking no i think it's comedy is comedy is a dangerous uh, f thing yeah and it should be anyways it should if be. it's fun yeah, there's a reason that like a comic is not you know you you go that way and you're not like i'm i want to run the pta or something yeah. you know it's and like well, it's a totally different like mindset. we're not going to survive this hr era no, yeah. it's just not gonna. <laughs> we are different, 
And yeah. I don't want to be held to the same standards as the insurance companies. Right. Yeah. And it will just, it's art for God's sake. Mm. Can I say the A word? Can I? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it's ludicrous. And, and I think we're going to eventually. And I also believe that diversity, it's happening. It's mm-hmm. happening naturally. It is. And I yeah. love a diverse world, but I don't want it done from the top down. Well, because they ruin it. When the corporate they, 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 gets a hold of it, it's spoiled, it. it's done already. They it's really not true. Are. And I don't think, and this whole idea, comedy, like the Buddy Cole show, it's not a safe space. <laughs> That's how you should advertise. It's not. And <laughs> yeah, I and good. you and if no matter what you are, I will come for you. Dude, good. you should think about at, at your showroom putting up some signs of like this is not a safe space. Yeah. I do like that. Crying uh, your fucking tears. Yeah, and uh, cry baby. Um, uh, I, this is not an inclusive area. <laughs> not, yeah. This is my oh, place, bitch. Yeah, are yeah, your yeah. tickets? Your VIP could be an non non inclusive area. Yes. Yeah, and, and not I do, a safe space. And I, I, I do believe. I, I do believe that's that's what com- comedy needs to everything. needs to it, it, it needs to get its its uh its it mojo is. back. It is. I mean, yeah. and I will say, podcasts like this, comedians like my husband, myself, and Joe Rogan, and joey diaz we're completely not social justice but let me ask you one more question about yes. kids in the home yeah how did you get away with doing sketches like running faggot and you were so pushing the envelope especially yeah. for american television because yeah. i watched you guys it was on comedy central mm-hmm. you guys built comedy central we did in a way we were kind of like the we were like the mortar you didn't kind of you did yeah. that was yeah. the first show for no money Oh, don't the, tell me that. We had the worst contract since the Negro Baseball League. Yeah. <laughs> we had like, oh, terrible. No. like terrible. Oh. No, they had a deal, such a sweetheart deal. They could play every single episode four full times, which means they could go through, and there's a lot of shows, 120 episodes. So they could play that entire th- cycle four times before they got any we got any residual and so i've never received a residual from comedy central all of that was done for free whoa what well maybe that's why they played it so much because they could because they could but it was on 24 every time i turn on comedy central in high school you guys were there and that's how i became familiar that's it so that was part you know like they were like we're gonna do this four times you guys yeah (laughs) oh and we we were like and what they you know there was a lot of i i made some very big mistakes i went in and like confronted the head of comedy central and said don't fuck with our material that was a dumb because <laughs> they were they had a we had a deal that they were breaking they would they were not allowed to cut they were not allowed to put in commercials in between uh, sketches mm-hmm. like you had to pull out play out the full sketch but some of the sketches were quite long and so they would they started um stopping sketches in the half you know halfway point oh. and then putting in commercials and i went ballistic yeah i actually went down to comedy central and demanded an audience and then screwed the rest of my career but i i, mean, I did the right thing but at the wrong time <laughs> right. and in the wrong way yeah, hmm. yeah it's a learning lesson yeah, yeah. but yeah. you know we we definitely had a bad bad deal oh. but we also the one thing we did have that was smart was that we owned our characters but it's also why lauren right. never made movies with us Really? Because he didn't own any of our characters. Ugh. Oh. Yeah. That's why there's no Chicken Lady movie or no oh, the chicken Crushing lady. Your Head movie oh, or no Buddy movie. So for the SNL movies, he owns the character. Yes. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah, yeah. Now that Crushing Your Head stuff, I mean, there wasn't oh. a kid in the world that wasn't no, doing and that. No, was, and that was the biggest. That was so fun. That was actually. the biggest thing that Gosh, came out of us. But crushing even, Your Head. Even that head. didn't get a movie. Uh, I mean, Mark got to be, he put him on Saturday Night Live. 
but he uh, no that never because he never owned that character. Ugh. Yeah. But now we're in talks. Hey. Good. And we're you did kids in the hall line. And we're gonna get too. a Buddy yeah. Cole special out there. We're hoping. Hell yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're hoping. Can I send you by the way? Um so from that Drew segment we actually came up with his first shirt. Can I send you the you shouldn't prolapse your anus shirt? <laughs> yeah, I'll ship it to <laughs> you. Do you really? Yes. Yeah, take a I look. I would love that. <laughs> oh God. Oh God. Uh, he um when I told Drew I was like, We're gonna make this a shirt, he goes, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. <laughs> I yeah. mean, i don't think that's a controversial position you shouldn't <laughs> no i you don't should. think you should and you shouldn't you should if you do you shouldn't be proud of it yeah yeah but you're gonna get in there <laughs> i'm gonna lick the scrum tonight whoa i'm not gonna lick the scrum but that's it's... what scott says i should do first to put my mouth there oh that's what i did um but know. what about me a timid mother of two well i mean you know i mean shower he's gonna shower okay yeah Clean, you know and then what do i, I these, do uh, put a these, hand in there i got these ball wipes <laughs> <laughs> that manscaped sent us have you seen this no these are real why would you do that uh why would i do that why would you wipe your balls these are actual for <laughs> your ball like on like a real like a sticky day you know you mean kinda, like a good day a good yeah yeah <laughs> like i don't hear I'm, I'm the one that says don't shower before coming over oh, damn I got you. you're right. hardcore dude love yeah, yeah. I, I, you love a dude i love a dude yes wow. sir yeah i do stinky nasty yeah. yeah you like it when the bears grow their musk when they build a musk yeah yeah, yeah. You know, we used to live in Silver just, Lake. Yeah, I do. I just love men. Yeah. yeah. We lived in Silver Lake and um, we used to go to the bear gym. Mm-hmm. Um, bodybuilders. The bodybuilder gym. And those bears, they would just build a musk and then they yeah. would, you know, the fans are blowing. I do. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you mean Steve. Yes, yeah, Steve. Yeah. And then the fan would just blow the bear's musk right into our faces. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, this must be paradise There was one Scott particularly... Thompson savage dude and he had like the what's it called the door knocker yeah he had the door knocker <laughs> and like you know he was uh like polynesian and oh, this dude yeah like we were downstairs and be like the fuck is that and then you go upstairs and like he would it would he would like turn the corner and his musk would hit you like a fucking fist you know <laughs> and and he was so big that like everyone was like yeah i'm not gonna tell him to shower <laughs> like he was a big fuck no no, I got, I, I, yeah. Now, are there still public places for gay men to hook up? You yeah. know, like bathhouses. They still do that stuff? We yes, they to? do. I don't know how long they're going to last, though. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I think that the next wave of repression is going to come from the left, too. It's going to be mm. them. The, they're going to be the ones that are shutting those things down. I mean, it's going to be fascinating to see. Mm. But I do think people are going to go, what? They're having sex with each other? And no, that's not going to How promiscuous mm. were the most promiscuous days? Beyond belief. Because right, it's guys. It's guys on. It's like, men. Like women God keep say. us keep us checked. Women you know? keep. Women, yeah. are, women are. Women civilization. create civilization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if it's just guys. Can you imagine? Oh, my God. Well, like we if, have to grow the babies from right. sperm. You do. So women, like, women, are the, women are the breaks. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 but when it's your world like oh that, my God. Yes. it's like you're just busting nuts left and yeah. right. Yeah, and I definitely, you know, and I, I, I'm certainly not one of the worst or the best, but I definitely, I've had, I'm sure I've had way more sex than you have. <laughs> well, without let's talk, question. Well, without question. Let's talk about question. it's the height of kids in the hall. Yeah. You're in the U.S. You guys are touring or whatever. Yeah. Is that How, your peak time? Is that, no, is that peak? I, I never, ever get sex from that that way. Really? Oh. Like I don't have groupies or any. I what never, was? What's the peak time? Because gay men generally wouldn't come and see us. Oh right. Oh, I don't have a huge sense. gay following. That's right. Interesting. I got my sex the old-fashioned way. Game, spit and game. Spit and game, letting my lifting my towel up. Yeah. 
old nice. fashioned bars, way. bars, bars, bathhouses. I was a real. Here's the thing. Back in the day, I was a real park queen. Okay. I loved outdoor sex. I loved parks. And and here's the thing. Yeah. Was this um? Yeah. This means that this is always in this case is this strangers then all the time? Yes. That's got to be a thrill, right? The best. Yeah. And it's funny because I mean I remember sometimes I would have straight friends that would like be squeamish like you really you go to a you go to a you go to a, a forest that you don't even and you have sex with someone you've never met. I'm like. Fuck off! Like park that bullshit. That's got to be the best. Like yeah, if a ma- if males knew like that there were parks in the yeah. world filled with women waiting to blow them for free. Yeah, it's great. As if there would be any blade of grass standing in any park <laughs> in the world. Like it'd think, be crazy. It would be crazy. Wait, I'd be I'd be a fucking park ranger. Of course you would. Here comes fires. Smokey. Yeah. Here comes Smokey. Another fire. So, so walk me through it. So and that's like, all. That's kind of over. That's of course, different. that's what it, I mean. It's still it's high school. Wait, wasn't it, that the big George uh, Michael one? Right? Wasn't George, that, he got caught in the bathroom? I know that. Wasn't it by a park or something? It was in a. It was a park bathroom. Park bathroom. Okay. But you see, you go to these countries that aren't aren't as far along, and it's still happening. Oh, well, there you go. That's why I love the Arab world because holy oh, shit, yeah. it's yeah. easy to get Butt laid. Fuck Tuesday. Yeah. There's yeah. nowhere easier to get laid than the Arab world. I really? It. Well, because it's so kind of scary. That's what's weird about the Arab Muslim slash world is that there's more gay sex than anywhere. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, Yet there are less gays than anywhere. Right, well, supposedly. Well, right. but you know. Well, uh, open, you can't live as an openly course. gay man in most of those parts, most of the world. In Iran, forget it, you know. Oh, it's you have to be, they have to turn you into a woman to yeah. be a gay man. <laughs> Wait, so walk me through this. You're yes. sitting here, <clears throat> excuse me, in your house, and you're going, you know what, I want to go and get laid at the park. Yeah. What do you wear? Is it shorts? Are you thinking easy access? Like, do you have to dress because you're like, some guy's going to pull my pants down by the tree? No, no. You have to be strategic. My thing was, here's my, my, my MO was, when the bars would close, I would walk home through all the different areas where I knew men were going. Oh, so you knew. Yeah, there were like, there were different um, parks that I would go to. There, I shouldn't be, well, I mean, I'm not yeah. ashamed of it. There were different like um, underground parking lots that were very notorious. Mm-hmm. Things like that. So wait, when then, you show up, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. No, so what's the process? So do yeah. you it's all done. It's all done silently. Oh. That language is all silent. So you, you just eyeball, mm-hmm. you make eye contact, yeah. and it's like... You let your bang. hand brush your crotch, that sort of thing. What about, uh, is there a thing about like who's doing what? In other words, like are you trying to get... Yeah, how do you, you, know you figure it out. You figure it out. You figure it out. I mean, no do one... Do you say, no, I, I no. do this, I don't do this? Yeah, I think they do a lot of that, a lot more of that now. Right. But back then it was much more um, uh, instinctive. And, and then you're done and then you just walk. Keep and then you're done. And then, and this is the weird thing, and then if you see them in public, you don't even acknowledge each other. Well, that's smart because right. you don't know what he's got going on. He yeah. might have a boyfriend or a yeah. wife or God yeah. knows what. But that yeah. was the glory days. I was definitely, I was, I was a park queen. Yeah. Well, so the gotta, parks, that was the best place. I bring for that you. back for sure. Loved it. Yeah. And why is it not happening now? Well, because, What's the well, there are a lot. Gay men don't have to, we don't hide in the shadows the way we used to. Oh. I think society has figured out a way to stop it. Mm. Um, everything's done online. The bars That's are true. the bars are all dying, and 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 they still happen. But I, the, I haven't been picked up on the street in many many it's many all years. But it used now. to be like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, but now it's just apps. It's grinder just, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And I don't use those. So why? Really? Why not? Because so, yeah. I I I'm afraid of someone saying I got Scott Thompson on the line. Let's see what he's into. And then someone yeah, saying, Oh, look at this little 
text train that Scott taught. Uh, I don't want I people agree. to know what I'm, yeah. I, even though I, I, I talk a good game that I'm very open about everything, but I don't need, you don't need to know the particular. Yeah, no, true. no, true. you need some privacy. And so, you know, I'm, I'm not ashamed of my sex life, but I, I just, I, I, I just don't think that's going to work for me. Um, no. no. So you still hit the streets though. Yeah. Right? You work in the streets. I'm certainly, I'm certainly still open to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I, my whole thing is here's I, I think to myself, I'll get back on television and then I'll meet someone. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's how it is for me now going. Because I'm like at an age where I'm going, I got to have a TV show now. <laughs> You know, and and I still like I still have a sex life. I've got a fuck buddy that I see regularly. But yeah. we're not dating, but I really like him. And you call him up when you've had a drink or two, and yeah, hey, What's come up, over. Dog? What's up, homie? Does mm-hmm. he spend the night or strictly no bust nuts and then you're out? No, but I like him. Yeah. But here's the thing: I, I my thing is I I sometimes I fall for my fuck buddies because yeah. I, I I do I think of myself as like a, a man. I'm like a I feel like I've got a woman's heart. In a man's body with a man's hormones, wow. which is, I think, a deadly combination. We'd yeah, have to is. pick your gender at that point. You know, okay, I also think I probably have a woman's brain. I know that's a controversial thing to say, but I probably do. You might. And I probably have a woman, whatever a woman's heart is. You know what I'm talking about. But I have the male hormones. Yeah. And, and, and testosterone is not to be monkeyed with. It really isn't. And, no. and also, I mean, estrogen and testosterone are very, very powerful, powerful things. Oh, I know. I've been pregnant with two boys, and so the first time I was pregnant, I go, it's a boy, I know it. And, and she you know. goes, how do you know? Because I feel angry. I feel like I'm going to fucking fight somebody. Yeah. And she goes, well, but testosterone, she goes, it makes sense. There's testosterone in your blood right now. That's how they detect the, the sex of the baby. They take your blood. Well, I'll tell you something. When I had, this is an interesting thing that uh, for me in, in the hormone journey, when I was, I, I died cancer 10 years ago. I know. And I, I, but I beat it. But I had a very rough go, and I had... um. Uh, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma in my mm. stomach. So Oof. I had a lot of chemotherapy and radiation. But the chemotherapy did a number on me. And one of my side effects was it um, it converted my testosterone to estrogen. And, Whoa. I, and I grew breasts. What? So I had to have a double mastectomy. Are you serious? I did. Oh. Wow. I had a, about three years after my after I was finished, I kept, well, after, as soon as I finished my treatment and they told me I was cured, I started growing breasts. Oh, my life. And they, would, they weren't going to take them out because they said, oh, it's just cosmetic. And I went, well, I'm sorry. Yeah. If a woman um, loses her breasts, you pay for it. So you're going to pay for mine. I don't want tits. But because of the, the hormonal journey that it, it gave me a real insight, especially in today's world where we're, the, the hard left it tries to pretend that men and women are the same. And, right. and, and they kind of poo-poo. Test. It's fascinating because they're like on one thing. On one hand, they're saying, "Oh, gender is irrelevant." Yet at the same time, we want to change our gender. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. how can it be both? Right. You can't. How can right. it, you can't have both. Is it irrelevant or relevant? You can't have both. But for me, it was a fascinating journey because I got flooded with estrogen. I became a different person. You must yes. have. A nicer person. Oh, much kind. did you have more energy? Because estrogen, when I was on that for our no, our second baby, no, was... less energy, oh. less ambition, which is a oh. very dangerous thing to say. And but your a, but a, sex drive also it, it went away. Oh wow! I didn't want to fuck the same way. Now I have to say that's probably as well because I was I I was fighting cancer. Yeah. yeah. But I literally lost my my sex drive. I became kinder. I became more touchy. Mm-hmm. I did a lot more rubbing people's backs. I think I became a more empathetic person. Yeah. Yeah. I think I became a, be- a kinder person. Yeah. Now, but I definitely, uh, and then once 
they the hormones started to um, reassert themselves. They did, right? Yes. Naturally, it happens. Naturally, I changed again. Yeah, back and to I, being a monster. Yeah, and I remember at one point when I was filled with estrogen, I had little tiny uh, Jodie Foster taxi yeah. driver tits. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I think I'm fine with what I've accomplished. I think I don't need to do anything more. What I need is, I'd like to get a, a little thatched cottage like Jane Austen would have liked. And I just want to write kids books. Yeah. And that really was your thought. That was it. Go, I love it. I don't need to get on stage. I don't need to change the world. I just need to write YA novels in a thatched cottage. <laughs> Until the testosterone started coming How long back. of a process until those testosterone? A couple of years. A couple of years? Yeah, because they first put me on testosterone therapy, like a patch, mm-hmm. and that changed me. And then my sex drive started coming back. And then I had to fight the government to get my... How long double. did you have to fight them for it? A few months before. Oh, here's what I did. It was very imp- simple. I said to my doctor, I said, I want the government to cover it. And they said, no, it's cosmetic. And I said, if, I, if you don't cover it, I'm going to go to the press. And I'm going to accuse the medical establishment of misandry, which is the hatred of males, Mm -hmm. which is the opposite of misogyny. I'm going to say, you are saying that me having breasts is not a big deal. And when a woman loses her breast to breast cancer, the government pays for them to be reconstructed. I'm a male. I do not want breasts. So I'm, and then I said, you don't want me to make it stink about this and so i got it wow, wow. good for you because i said no i don't want tits yeah i, I don't want yeah why would good you? for you for doing that. You don't want i'm them. a man and i think it's very as a gay man i think i was much more uh, um open about it like i think a lot of straight men when they then they kind of come asked you it's called i think they're ashamed of it oh, and bet. they might not even talk about it but i'm like i don't really have i'm not really inhibited that yeah. way and i went no I, I don't want this. But it was funny when I, I, I got it at Women's College Hospital, which is an all-female hospital. And even they do a lot of breast cancer and stuff. But they had nowhere for men to... like They, they would do these breast um, double mastectomies on, on men. Very, very rare side effect, but I got it. But they had no place for men to change... They had no pamphlets directed towards men. Can I actually think about and that? And I said, that's that's sexism. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's I, female sexism. I bet you're empowering uh, some guys out there right now that are, are listening to you just talking about this. Yes. What is that? Is the process like, because it, it's hard to imagine without yeah. knowing about it, is it like, is fat being sucked out? Yeah. Well, is that what it is? Mine were very tiny, uh-huh. so they didn't get very big. Lucky. But they were ugly. Uh, for me, I didn't like yeah. it. I, yeah. I felt dysmorphic. I did not like it. What they would do was they, they, they take, I didn't have to have my nipples actually cut off. Okay. Oof. They just went inside and they sucked out the fat oh, okay. that, had, that had deposited there. Then they sewed it back together. And they told me that I would, ha- this is another funny thing my doctor said, you'll, you'll lose all sensation in your nipples. And I went, You're what? Like, Fuck. And he goes, oh, but it's, for most men, that's not a big deal. I went, you've never seen my nipples. And then he looked at them and went, oh. That might be a problem. And I said, I don't want to lose sensation in my nipples. I love my nipples. So I did lose all sensation, but they came back. Oh, Oh, good. Yeah. And I was thrilled. Because I said, no, my nipples are part of my sex life. Yeah. Yeah. There's a purpose for them. I, and again, like men that don't know, I don't know if you're if you're in touch with your nipples, but <laughs> not, not men really. have nipples and, and an anus. I like, kind of wish she would what play with those too. You need like, to you need to have a seminar for straight men because fuck my stoma. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Thanks, Tom. My stoma. That's from an old episode of your mom's house. <laughs> you need to give a seminar Blow my to, hernia. to straight guys. <laughs> All the pleasures yeah, of your anus uh, yeah. and your nipples. Well, I think he needs to give that lesson to straight guys' wives. Maybe. Yeah. A because this is a thing. We, we're given this beautiful thing, this, this, this landscape that's ours. And, and because of, you know, internalized homophobia, men don't take advantage of this beautiful body that we're given because they're afraid of it. It's fascinating to me that homophobia is so deeply rooted in males that they can't even explore their own bum or their own nipples. Isn't that sad? Well, not this one. <laughs> this He's one. up his own bum all the time. <laughs> He's been begging me to eat his scrum for a long time and on I this show. I pinch my nips on the regular. That is a woke man. <laughs> I know. He's always like, when are you going to eat my scrum? When are you going to put <laughs> fingers up there? I remember I just, I remember like some of those old school animals I used to hook up with and they would do it right out of the gate. You what know? are you talking about? Old children? school animals. Yeah. These hussies those, you slept with yeah, before yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, Those college girls were like... Ah... <laughs> Look at him. He loves you. <laughs> um, yeah, the, this is uh, this was so much fun. Let's oh, thank um, you so much. Yeah, for it was comments. great. Let's plug. So the, the lyrics gonna be you're gonna be there six weeks. Yeah, starting April second. Starting April second. Um, so he's already there because this is be out then. Yeah. Um, and that's gonna be every Tuesday. every Tuesday. It's for every Tuesday. six weeks for six weeks. Yeah, yeah. second, the ninth, the I guess the sixteenth. 23rd and the 29th. The last one isn't yep. on a Tuesday, but it'll be five or six dates. Yeah. That's right. awesome. And yeah. people can find you on social media. I'm yeah. Assuming. Scott Thompson underscore on Twitter. And I'm on Facebook, but I'm barely there anymore. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I stopped going at Christmas and I can't go back. That's yeah. So I, I don't really go there. I just hate it. What about Instagram? You're on the gram? I, 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 no. I've had this account, but I don't do anything. You got to. It's I know. Really I like exciting. Instagram. I love it. I probably should. I bet I, I like enjoy pictures. it. I like, yeah. I like pictures more than words. I like pictures. <laughs> I don't like to hear people's thoughts. I know. I, I do. Well, Twitter's become like a, it's just a, a wasteland. Yeah, now. it's garbage I mean, dump for wow. people. And I, as a comedian, I don't say any, I don't say boo. Because uh, I heard that. They just, people are so uptight <laughs> totally Anyways. Um, but this was fascinating dude. Yes, thank you thank so much you. for I loved this we love you and, so much um, come back again will you i will let's okay. do it let's do it all right bye, thank guys. you thank you yes full audience laughter in this arena this arena Prescription frames. You got it, positive push. Look at me wearing denim. Brave enough to wear denim. I scratch your back, you shave mine. Talented skills, put the time in. You know, I was in the hangover. Who saw me in the hangover? people. Great.
batting cage just to play catch. Thank you. It feels great.